Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. That my doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it as soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it amplified Feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry Designed to recline and sip the chateau Plotting on the brown behind with a bang of that bro We'll do it live! That is, unless you're not listening Live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, February 20th, 2019. Uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant. Joining me any moment now is my co-host, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, let me go ahead and uh, give out all the pertinent information so you folks can get in contact with Cam and myself. Uh, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this here show. Two of them. First way, give us a call. Hit the Constellation lines, uh, get in line, uh, we'll get you on air in the next hour or so, and uh, yeah, well, you'll get to talk to us, got questions, comments, all that kind of stuff. So hit the Constellation lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Give us a call, get in line, and we'll talk to you. other way to have your voice heard is our voicemail line. You got uh, three minutes, three unadulterated minutes to uh, got questions, comments. Uh, you got a rant in you. You want to heat praise uh, 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 among the? Uh, do that on the voicemail line. So again, three minutes. Hit that line four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. Once again, that's four one five seven eight seven five two two nine for the voicemail line. Uh, Twitter is, uh, or I'm sorry, I should say uh, email. Let's go in order. Let's uh, email. Hit us up on the email tip. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, indicate whether you are a VIP or non VIP so we know which segment of the show to, uh, uh, to reach your email. Right now we've got four non VIP emails, so we're stacked. Uh, for non-VIP email. So get get a VIP mem- uh, email in if you want, Rich and I, later uh, to talk about it. But, yeah, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is another way to get at us. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find uh, my personal Twitter. You can find me at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, Find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page, where we can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. So, yeah, give us, uh, give us a like over there. Uh, check us out. Share things. Communicate with us there. Talk to other folks there. And, yeah, I think I talked about Luke. He gave us a like a little a week or two ago. So, yeah, thanks, Luke. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get our co-host on air here and uh, 
find out how things are with him, get some headlines and some things. Uh, Cam, uh, what's going on? Not too much, man. What's going on? Not too much, man. Uh, how are things? Things are well. Things are well. Uh, good to hear. Um, let's jump right into it. Headlines. What's uh, What is the A story, the number one, you know, above the fold, bold letters? Uh, what's the story this week? Hmm. That's a, okay, look, it's weird. That's a good question. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of things happen. I don't know if you could point to sure one did. thing that just kind of stands out above everything. Um, you know, we did have Elimination Chamber over the weekend. You know, I thought it was a good show. Um, probably the biggest thing is coming out of that. We have our inaugural WWE Tag Team, our Women's Tag Team Champions. Um, you know, we have uh, a really good, I thought, Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Um, or, you know, Daniel Bryan last defeated Kobe Kingston. Um, some really good action at the end of that. Um, mm-hmm. This week saw the debut of four of. I mean, I guess you call them the six pack. Might be the best way to kind of to kind of state them. The um, the top six guys in NXT outside of Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream made their main roster debuts um, so as as their their present acts being. Uh, Alistair Black, Ricochet, and uh, Champion Gargano. So, um, yeah, yeah, the, the latter, who are um, obviously champions in NXT currently, they all four got moved over to the WWE main pe- website page. So that's certainly yeah. uh, so, something interesting. With their, you know, this is a conversation. It, it feels like we have not every week, but we do get a lot of conversations. Um, you know, questions from from listeners, emails from listeners about those guys' particular fit um, in the main roster and who's up next if, if X, Y, and Z go. And we seem to be closer to having to answer that question than we've ever been. Because, yeah, yeah it, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot of back-and-forth travel between them. Um, it, it seems like, you know, they're going to tape some NXT stuff and then we'll be kind of off to the races. I mean, if you if you pay attention to spoilers, at least um, you know one of those acts does kind of seem to be finalizing, um, you know, their, their tenure. Um, you know, based on some, some storyline stuff. Um, so, okay. you know, for me, kind of the biggest story out of all that would be the uh, kind of night and day reactions that they got um, from. I, I thought a, I don't know, you covered Lafayette in New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, a lackluster uh, Lafayette crowd, and then an enthusiastic Lake Charles crowd. Um, so it's a, just a lot. Um, a so lot they weren't in New Orleans. Pro- they weren't at the. the, the I don't think Duncan it was just like Sean Smoothie King. Went, I mean, but from yeah, Sean went. But from what I understood, it was Lake Charles. Somebody might correct me, but wherever they were, um, it seemed. I mean, to be they put New Orleans, I think, on that little, that little ad, okay. or or yeah, or a little. Thing on the corner we of the even talked about it. We being, I mean, just people on Twitter. Like my biggest thing was, this was not the crowd to debut these new acts in front of. Like I literally went through the demographics of of Lafayette. It's, it's a hundred and twenty thousand person town. Um, 
their main street is highlighted by a Texas roadhouse. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, highlighted like a, by a Texas roadhouse. Yeah, that, not there's a Texas like roadhouse the, on their main street, yeah. but no, that's that's. Uh, that seems to be the the biggest restaurant that that they have. Like it was, um, you know, and none of that is me like shitting on Lafayette as a town, as an institution. Mm-hmm. It's just if I'm debuting these four acts that you typically would have to travel to a big city to go see, or it's a big city conversation about when are these guys coming up. Um, you know, I, I just would not make Lake Charles, Louisiana, the place where I show off my new toys. Um, and, it, and it showed that, you know, the next night, the reaction to them is different. The energy is different. Around them. And it's just, mm-hmm. It just made sense. And, 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 you know, Travis, in all fairness, let me tell you what the biggest story is out of all of this. The biggest okay. story is uh Generation X being inducted into the WWE. <laughs> hey, Hall of Fame. I have my gripes with the Hall of Fame. Um, <clears throat> because it's not a real Hall of Fame. It's it's who the guy likes that day. But you know, finally some some recognition, some acknowledgement of the, the contributions of China. Um, I, th- I think that's a really big deal. Um, yeah, it is. You know, even if they had to do it in this backdoor kind of mm-hmm. uh, uh, placating way of putting yeah. her in with TX and not on her own. But she, I mean, if I don't even qualify, she certainly qualifies for this. Uh, no, this is when you talk about women's revolution, like that's who we're talking about. Um, now, we're talking about other people, of course, but that's who we're talking about. That is probably, if you had to point to one person who changed the way that women were viewed in, in wrestling, that's probably who you have to go with. Um, just she, she just presented a different dynamic overall and was, was able to evolve as a character in ways that, that most women are. Um, and then her tenure is just so, you know, surrounded by and played by politics. Um, it's just it's a lot. Um, when you really go back and look at her story and, and yeah, I just think that, wow, like you, you really can't talk women's revolution without talking about, you know, just her career in and of itself. So, yeah, that's, that's probably the story I'd hang my hat on. But, uh, yeah, clearly hmm. okay. a lot of things happen. I mean, uh, it's week. not – a chuckle thing anymore. Like, no, that's a totally, uh, <laughs> you know, worthy of being, you know, a top store. Certainly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they could have done it, you know, announced it, you know, then have to mix triple H doing that and then go into, you know, his NXT, uh, call up guys. And it wasn't the best, Kind of, uh, but whatever. That's 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 separate. But yeah, I, I'm. It is a it is a good thing to finally have a, a deserving person as herself uh, in this fake ass Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, yeah, in, the, in this thing that they can actually <laughs> yeah. exist physically. Um, and again, like I, I don't know if there's as a as a harmless thing. It's probably the most annoying thing to be in all of wrestling. Seeing threads and posts about who is and who isn't Hall of Fame worthy. Again, yeah. there's no criteria, there's no precedent. It's just who they feel like at the time. And 
when we kind of – now, you saying you want person X, Y, or Z in the Hall of Fame is great, but Hall of Fame debates are just stupid. <laughs> I can't – I wish I had another word to place on them. They're just stupid. They put your energy into other things. They aren't uh, – or not they. I mean, Hall of Fame's are, you know, the Observer one and some thought and, 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 and real uh, – Respect and and a lot of things go into those Hall of Fames, the the, the, the Gable one in Iowa, Waterloo. So yeah, th- and that, 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 that Waterloo one is an, it's a building. I went there and took pictures with you know old wrestling boots and pictures of Andre the Giant and that kind of stuff. So it's a real museum and Hall of Fame. Uh, but yes, again, but respected people, panels and 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 former wrestlers themselves are involved. Not. One one old man in charge at, at the top of a of his personal pyramid company. So, um, and that's that, and that's the word on that. Now, as far as the NXT guys go, I mean, that's of all all the things coming out of uh, elimination chamber that didn't have to do with elimination chamber. This was the biggest the biggest deal. This had, you know, people talking the most. Okay. One way or the other. I mean, and it was so, it's really divided. I mean, some people were, uh, how could they do this? NXT, people, was it Shahid invoking the Bashams? <laughs> and and he's not the only one, because I think I listened I listen to Katie Vicks Alive Alive. They didn't say the Bashams by name, but they were like, yeah, when they took that guy and shaved his head, and I was like, I think that's the Bashams. That's what they did to damage him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the other one, Doug Basham. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think you know where I was uh, trying to head it there to distract us. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> Got some shit going on in my apartment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, where was I? I'm sorry, everybody. I got really distracted. But yeah, just about the, the NXT call-ups and uh, yeah. the the range of emotion that that seems to produce. Um, yeah, and we, I mean, we all agree, I think. Like, everybody with eyes kind of agrees that it was not handled in, in a way that that seemed fitting of these big stars, especially, like, you know, I, I drew the comparison to um, Jimmy Clausen and Cam Newton, like EC3. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, it makes you wonder why they ever pulled the trigger on EC3 coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and, you know, clear, like, because EC3 should be the guy gunning for the North American Championship now. Like, Lacey Evans should be competing for the NXT women's title now. Like, they, they mm-hmm. seem to go straight for the tier lower than, than the guys they had um, in order to, you know, produce a shakeup, to produce a spark. And it just seems backwards. But uh, me saying that, I still fully believe that NXT is going to be fine because NXT has been fine every time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they haven't missed a step yet. So, not an indictment on that level, but yeah, it just. Um, now, is, I think when I think about when I think about how the the four heavy machinery, Lacey Evans, EC three, uh, am I missing an, an act? I thought, four people, three acts. 
um, how they haven't even picked a show yet. And now we've got more more call-ups. Like, wait a second. We've got – is this – like, I don't think they're doing a soft uh, brand, you know, coming together type thing. Maybe. I mean, with the tag, the women's tag titles, that's going to make things vague. And if I think they go where I think they might be going with the men's tag tag division, combining those and having one set for both shows – That'll muddy things up a bit, but but still, Lacey Evans comes out both shows, pay per view. No no reason behind it. She's just they're showing that she hasn't made a decision. Same with thing, same thing with Heavy Machinery. They're wrestling and doing segments on both shows, and we've got four brand new, even more obviously important uh, uh, folks that are definitely going to come and get a lot more attention in Heavy Machinery and. And EC3. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean just, why aren't these four guys coming up in April? Like, that's fine. If they are, if they show up in April to do stuff after the night after Mania, it's expected. People know who they are. It's everything's, you know, everything's fine. Do we not have a shake up, a call up, a bunch of call ups in April now after the night after Mania? Or they can't re, re, they can't bring up Chavo Gargano and, and and you know the same four. Yeah, and and with with three hours of TV time, like people invested in NXT are going to feel slighted without a stronger on-screen explanation between Gargano and Champa. Even though you know, like like they would totally dismiss. Those guys' history. I think that people are being hyperbolic when they say that, but that kind of needs to be addressed, and it can't just be, "Hey, we're on the big stage now, so let's figure it out." But even if it's that, like, like say that, like take some time backstage to talk about that instead of the other things people don't care about. Like, it's something that could have been handled better. Um, but it it makes you wonder, like, okay, so we we see that they're where they are now. What happens for the next? Well, I think week. this week's the last taped episode. What happens for the next month in NXT? Yeah. Like, what does that consist of? Um, I don't know. It, and did you, I don't know if you heard and answers. My my specific thing I said to Wade like if if this was like they did they did NXT tapings. Uh, what we're going to see when to, tonight. Had already been taped by the time those guys showed up on Raw on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew there there's nothing like Triple H couldn't trust Vince even if he knew six weeks ago, three weeks ago, hey, we're going to call up four guys, these specific four guys, have them ready. Could he trust to do things on TV in those tapings? To go, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, so I need to have them say this or say that or not say this and not do that to to kind of make some continuity, make some, some sense. We're already, like you said, going to kind of going against our own TV, so let's clean this up a bit. But he probably is like, nope, we'll insert something or, or, or keep it vague because I don't trust – I'm sure Triple H is like, I, don't, I can't trust Vince to, to tell me his plan – two weeks from now for something and I go doing stuff on my TV because we're taped and then, you know, 
So I yeah, I'm I'm interested in in that aspect of of the tapings. Like just dub over a voiceover of Morrow or somebody doing the you know they showed yeah. up on Raw and SmackDown and had great debuts and blah blah blah. But it won't be. Yeah. And that's not that's fine. That's just how you do things. I just mean deeper than that, like storyline wise, have what people might have said on could have said on a promo. Like can you have Gargano go out come out tonight and go we made an impact. We went two and zero, or you know, whatever they won their matches. Uh-huh. Whatever they just couldn't trust that that would actually then turn out to be the case. So yeah, it's hard to to say exactly. All right, let's. Uh, what's the uh? Let, what's the? Let's, let's, a lot of things happen. So let's uh. What's kind of a C kind of C story? What are you thinking of where Becky and Rhonda and Charlotte are? Not that that would be your C story, but kind of is yeah, mine. I think that kind of a, a, a poll on the torch Instagram that was basically like, what do you – I feel like they ran short on time on um, on the pay-per-view. That's why we got Ronda running through Ruby Riot because they put on like a good main event match uh, on Raw. Um, but I mean, I think that you know the whole thing exists to kind of further establish Becky as somebody who needs to be you know part of this main event, whether it's through Ronda suggesting it, Charlotte wanting to be through with her, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's a way to continue that. Um, I just want to see it, man. I don't. I hate that we have to go through so much to get to a thing we already had established. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, like we all. I mean, we knew since Survivor Series in a way, and then to kind of unnecessarily throw these dumb roadblocks in in in, in front of us as viewers. I mean, sure, you do that to your to your talent, that's what makes things fun, but like in a fun, credible way, not just you know nonsense that they how they how we've gotten to where we are now. So Alright, let's talk to some folks. Let's read some emails. Let's do something. Um yeah, you know what? Let's since we got a nice amount of uh of non VIP emails, let's uh, start with with a couple of those. Uh hang on folks that are on uh, in queue uh, to get on the show to talk to us. We'll get to you in a, in a little bit. But uh, our first email is from uh, longtime uh, Lino uh, Ossif, and he chimes in. What up, Trav and Cam? It's been a while. I regrettably haven't been listening to the East Coast cast for a while, but because of the mania buzz, this is usually the time I get back on really listening regularly. I'm pumped. Coming off Elimination Chamber. It was a great show and a bummer that I missed going to see it, uh, see it live, uh, being from Houston. Uh, I'm pumped about H-Town getting the Rumble in 2020. All I got to say about that is, finally, damn, we haven't had a Rumble since uh, 89, and I was two. And I'm definitely not missing that after missing Mania 17 and 25. Really so quick. Says, yeah. Really quick. And, and, and. 
I want to preface this by saying thank you for calling. I'm glad when you get back into the swing of wrestling that you look to us as a place to get information and entertainment and insight and analysis. Like, thank you so much. With all all that said, somebody from Houston is complaining about the the lack of events that they get. Really? That's what we're doing? Is that, does Houston get everything? I mean, I can imagine. Oh, God. No, I, you know, because of where I went to college, I went to school with a bunch of kids from Houston and you've never met a more entitled bunch of people. So I'm joking with him. But I'm also angry forever. Well, he is a Rockets him. fan, I just, and I, I know how uh, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I didn't, well, no, you know, as okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm learning. So he says, speaking of mania, it brings me to my topic. I feel without a doubt, Kofi versus Brian should be the WrestleMania. So he sent this like right after uh, Elimination Chamber, or maybe it was Monday, but before Kofi got the uh, fast lane spot. Uh, I feel. Without a doubt, Kofi versus Brian should be the mania main event on the SmackDown side, especially after how Kofi stepped up after Ali unfortunate after Mustafa Ali's unfortunate in- injury. Then parenthetically says, as an aside, being Pakistani American who has a dream of who had a dream of growing up to wrestle for WWE and being crowned the first Pakistani American Muslim champ, I believe I'm rooting. Uh, best believe I'm rooting like hell and living vicariously through this dude. Okay. And then he continues, Kofi needs to be n- number one contender. There's no other match I want to see more than that right now. He killed it on SmackDown in that gauntlet, and he did an amazing job, an amazing main event-making performance at the Chamber. Uh, they they need to pull the trigger and do it now. How many main event moments has Kofi had in his career? Like, oh, this is, you know, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he continues. Yeah. You want to go ahead and react to that? No, no, no. You want to react to Yeah, go ahead and finish. Oh, okay. He says uh, AJ versus Brian. Well, that's what I'm saying. He goes to a new topic. So if you wanted to say something about Kofi versus Brian. Yeah, let me just say, like, we talked about headlines, but, I mean, this is more of a, of a personal thing. I cannot remember the last time I was that invested in the outcome of a wrestling match. Like, mm. I, I was just all the way in, and, and, and it's not even just – like Kofi being a black guy. It's not just that. Right. It's, it's somebody who spent, you know, this much time in, in WWE who, you know, was always good, borderline great. We saw when he got right there on the cusp of the main event, didn't quite work out. Yeah, I mean, you never, even though I think you should complain when bullshit happens, man, never complained, never cried, took what they gave him. Um, and it's one of those general – Everybody likes him. Like nobody says mm-hmm. a bad word about him. It's always the opposite. It's always yeah, Kobe. Yeah, you know he's yeah he seems to be you know that guy like that. Everybody found, gets found away. Yeah, and I think that one of the coolest things gets along with all the clicks. The most, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> yeah, found a way found to do a it way to make the most money of his career by doing the least amount the, of work. Least. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, being a part like, of a you trio, know, a part though. of a trio. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying, though. But he potentially cut his money in a third, but really probably made three times yeah, as I, much I still money. Think he probably, yeah, he still <laughs> made out pretty well. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and reinvented, you know, his character along all that. And, and then when, you know, they put the ball in his hand, like he did his thing. Like it was just, like everything about this, you know, as – 
you know, 30-somethings, this is something that we, you know, personally, like, I saw since I was, like, 19, 20. And so it's, like, mm-hmm. growing up with this with this character. And like you said, nobody has a bad word to think, uh, bad thing to say about him. Probably the, the biggest thing you hear about him is great wrestler, better person from everybody. And so, yeah, it's just it's nice to see something happen to a good guy. Um, even He doesn't even yeah. get that video game playing millennial stuff. I don't even know if he's a – well, if he is, he's, like, right on the end. But, you know, he doesn't get that yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's – I mean, just could, couldn't be happier for the guy. Um, you know, I – you know the biggest problem, though? <laughs> Fast lane. Like – you built up all this, all this credit, and like yeah. WWE, and I'm not. They I mean, probably have other be, plans for us to make. Could this be Eddie Brock, though? I mean, different, obviously different character. I mean, possibly. Uh, have, um, yeah. you know, I, I maybe, but it's just like, man, like it. it I don't know. If 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 85 pay per views weren't here, I think we have a better shot. But also, if 85 pay per views weren't here, he might not have gotten shot in the first place. So it's a lot. <laughs> you know, there's. There's levels to it, but uh, yeah, could, couldn't be happier for the guy for that moment. I, I mean, in a in an environment where everything is predetermined, um, my reaction to that, I didn't see that coming, and when it happened, it was great. Like that was that was like being a kid watching wrestling again. So yeah. He continues. AJ versus Brian's already been done to death at this point. There's no one else I'd rather see uh, as a fresh contender other than Mustafa or Samojo, but those don't make any sense right now. Uh, and Kofi's it. This is also the perfect scenario for New Day to finally tone down the stale goofballery and produce some serious promos of how they're killing it on the tag team scene and could damn sure kill in the singles if they wanted to. Yeah, I'm sure Austin was sitting there like when, when Kofi came out with the fucking pancake branch. Like, like what are they doing? Why? <laughs> but, you know, he, he's all yeah. in with it. It wasn't half-assed, like, you know, bullshit. And, and, and it wasn't the first time I noticed. He's been doing it for, you know, damn near two years. But Kofi's pancake flicks into the into the crowd are fucking amazing. <laughs> like one, yeah, those are yeah. some, some solid pancakes that they withstand like the flick of the wrist like that and make it to you I know mean, yeah. some someone's hand in the crowd. But but yeah. I guess again when you're doing that every night, probably house shows too, you get pretty good at it. <laughs> I mean he went to he went to college in Boston, Travis, so if there's anything he can do it's throw a frisbee. Is that <laughs> is that a day? Okay, I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he continues. There may be pushback against Kofi versus Brian, but there could definitely they could definitely make it work. I don't know what pushback that would be. Uh, I said this before. Kofi should have been the one to beat Jinder Mahal when he had the title. Oh, uh, it could have been a perfect scenario to use Mahal and the Singh brothers helping him cheat to win matches. Jinder uses Kofi Biggie and ex- wait. Gender versus Kofi, uh, Biggie and Xavier would have have evened things out. No, they would have had the advantage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would have evened things out, and Kofi would have would have taken the strap. Big missed opportunity, I feel. However, this presented an even bigger opportunity. Brian's hot on his heel run, being supremely unlikable. Kofi doing enough to be taken seriously again. Bring Harper back. Bring Harper back up. Uh, 
Harper. Harper back up. Rowan as Brian's supporters. Oh, bring Harper. Okay, he has the two heavies then as Brian's supporters and have them ringside with New Day at ringside and build the shit out of it towards WrestleMania. There's no better, more enticing Mania scenario than this. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't, I don't even think you need, you know, Rowan or, 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 or Harper in that scenario. I, I get what you're saying, making it uh, uh, even or at least, you know, symmetrical and everything. But, um, but yeah, at this point, again, you sent this two days ago. How could uh, how could they get to this now? It would have to be big time screw job, I guess, at at Fastlane. Like Kofi had it, and then uh, I mean that, that's totally possible. That's very you know doable. Kofi had this thing, and here comes bro, and or here comes whatever the thing is, and Brian escapes by by the skin of his teeth or through some technicality, and. Uh, and then that just we have to get a rematch at, at WrestleMania. Maybe maybe even put a stipulation on it. I don't know what that stip would be, or, or even if you need it, maybe just to come back with the match. Might not even need to do a stip, but Brian got he got to slip on uh slip on. I don't know what comes what comes in a wrapper, a frozen pancake wrapper made out of plastic. Got to slip on it in the ring, and his constitution just says this shouldn't have been anywhere near him, so he deserves a rematch. There you go. There's some way to get there. You can definitely uh, get there. Sam, um, 205 Live is coming on, I guess, from last night. And Drake Maverick is wearing an orange blazer. And that's, yo, his face in his blazer. My fucking goodness. I'm because he's orange. <laughs> because, because Drake Maverick is orange. How's that one? My word. That is just. We match. Yeah, that's kind no. Of but yeah, oh, but really yeah, cool. thanks. So speaking oh, of orange, um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of orange, we can talk about the, the Hulk Hogan biography movie. <laughs> Sam, hey, come on, Hemsworth, man, you the best, Chris. I mean, well, yeah, you know, argue. Talk about nobody wants. No. The origins uh, of Hulkamania. We're not going to cover his later life. Well, we, you get the WWE Network, you can even see his early life. Like <laughs> it's not it's not that interesting. Is the crazy outside of the wrestling? Like I No, 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 no. We're gonna get the Hogan biography written by Bischoff version of the movie. And Bischoff is producing it. Like Right. So we're gonna get the Japanese guy broke his leg and um, all these other stories that people go, I'm not quite sure that happened or happened like that. Oh, Metallica wanted you for their, to be their basis or whatever the fuck? Okay. Are we going to see um, the company offer Hogan the Foreman Grill before George Foreman? <laughs> and him go, I'm good, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I so, brother. I got the spaghetti making machine. Whatever. I, I might like I'm going to sneak into that movie to throw things at the screen and clean it after because nobody should have to clean up after me. But to make a point, ooh, ooh, this is bullshit. Give me the Randy Savage move. Right? He got outlawed wrestling in the seven, uh, in the you know 
early 70s, late 60s stuff that's just exciting and, you know, you can get shanked, you know, by a fan or a promoter type scenarios. You got pro baseball. <laughs> Come on. You got father promoter uh, running out this yeah. outlaw territory. Way more like exciting I, the the origins of madness compared to the origins you know of fucking Hulkamania. I think that uh, I think that Hogan fans would tell you Hulk Hogan's not interesting, genuinely. And that's and hmm. personal things aside, right? Like Hulk Hogan's whole thing was. I'm going to be this character so as not to show people who I am. I'm going to live this gimmick, and that's going to get me money. Like, the interesting part about Hulk Hogan is the stuff that they won't put on wax. Right. Like, like him, like, looking out for his buddies at, like, at the detriment to everybody else. Right. Like, the conversation about, Wait, you, know, you don't, him, you mean... You mean Hacksaw going over Steve Austin for the U.S. title in about 12 seconds wasn't good for business? Think about the conversation with Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff the Monday night where he lost the title to Goldberg. Like, that's interesting, but they yeah. can't tell that story if you're telling the yeah. legend of Hulk Hogan. So oh. when... When last year, when they or a year or two years ago, when they announced that the uh, that they were doing that biopic of uh, of Vince, <laughs> I did a column for the torch. It was like three or five things or seven things. I don't remember how many things that you won't, you know, like well known things that you're not going to hear about in this movie. And one was like <laughs> the lady supposedly raped in the limo and like some obvious uh, uh, thing. But others, it was like, yeah, you know, drug use and fucking steroids. And, yeah. You know, it's, but, yeah, and, that, and just stuff that people want to know, the sex, the drugs, the rock and roll. Yeah. They're not going – or they're, they're going to dull it down and dumb it down so to not make Vince look like a complete piece of garbage when, that again, that's what people want to see, and that's the interesting part of his life. Screwing people over, doing drugs, doing cocaine with Hulk Hogan. Like, that's what people want to hear about and, and, and see – watch a movie about so, all right, let's uh, get to Jabron's email. He says, uh, after last night's Raw, or after Monday's Raw, what are we take away for NXT call-ups? Was this just a one-off, or do you think they, well, that's that's obvious now. They're on the main roster page. Um, would it be better if they formed some kind of faction with Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre, and have Leo Rush be their mouthpiece since they're, He's the better talker out of the four. And it seems that the few past months, they've been tied together at one point or another, given that they have some kind of beef with Braun. There's no need to do an official stable. You know, I don't think McIntyre would be thrilled about that. And anybody that's a McIntyre fan, like, I don't need to be in no stable with Lashley and whoever the fuck. Uh, Corbin. So... Yeah, it's nothing wrong with being friends and having allies. You don't need an official name. You don't need, like, you, you know, you don't need to be an official faction. It, people get you it. You like the union fans? The union? You mean uh, Vince and, like, Big Boss Man and shit? The Shamrock, Test, Foley, and Big Show. 
the union. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did Steve oh, hear that tweet? The State of the Union? <laughs> lead up to Trump's State of the Union. And it was like, well, three of the four are dead, and Big Show's semi-retired, and State of the Union, State of the Union isn't great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, A-plus tweet, though, and pull. Oh, on dot com, they actually had a really cool backstage segment with Lashley and Leo Rush. Where Leo Rush, after they lost the match on Monday, was like, "You know what, Bobby? If that's what it is, go ahead, beat me up again." And Bobby was like, "No, that's what they want us to do. Like, we're gonna figure this out." And I was like, "Wow, look at these characters." Oh, yeah, this was after he so this was after he he was like, "Oh shit, I shouldn't have, like." Power slam, you know, choke slam or whatever in the ring earlier. But this is the can't. next. No, this is after the Raw match, though. So like. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's why they beat you again. As it's okay, he's acknowledging yeah. something. Like, yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Like, okay, but yeah, no. Um, I, it's great that Drew McIntyre was kind of doing his own thing. Like, I don't. I like them all better separately. This is not a situation where I think any of them benefit by being together. They all still need to like there are lesser talents that you're like okay make these guys a tag team and maybe they'll figure something out but no this is a situation where they need to figure out who they are as individuals <laughs> they, they should not be like less might but you be don't, more but, but you're good with them like being uh, allies yeah, right yeah I wish they actually wish they did more of that kind of stuff like. You know, just have people that you know if they're just I don't know when that changed, you know, in, in wrestling. I don't know if it was the late nineties, mid two thousands, what, but when you you knew a wrestler like if he was getting beat down, like I mean you you know he had there was a chance somebody was gonna come out and then after a while, I mean the the beat down would happen and the point would get across. But you know, he would he would you know, his his free got friends. Like Rashiki's not getting Rashiki, uh, yeah, Rashiki's not getting beat down too long before Scotty and or uh, Grandmaster Sexay are coming out. So, yeah. Sure, yeah. You should see me so explaining to like my non wrestling fan homeboy that the Usos were Rashiki's kids. That'll blow your mind if you haven't been watching wrestling since. The attitude there. Like that'll make you because he heard these Usos in a promo, didn't even see him wrestle. He was like, yo, like I fuck with these dudes. I was like, oh those are Rikishi's kids. What? But I don't understand why that's mind blowing. Well because Rikishi has a build that they don't. Um they don't have blonde hair. Um Rikishi was cool, but they they don't talk like that. I think everybody knew Rikishi had that one. Yeah, he was cool, but he was, he was cool in nineteen, you know, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. It's different, yeah. but yeah, it, it was more like, oh, okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. Jabron finishes. P.S. With the reports that StubHub and other secondhand ticket sellers is one of the factors as to why AEW sold out so fast. Do you think they should have? went about selling the tickets a different way other than having the pre-sale code that basically made it hard for fans to get a ticket because now 
what was an $80 ticket is being sold for th- almost 300 bucks on some websites. I know it's part of the game to buy a ticket and try to get more money than what you paid, but I feel like it sucks for those who, who want to go but can't afford to pay that kind of money for a ticket, plus a plane ticket and hotel. Uh, just a thought, I had wanted to uh, know y'all's thoughts as well. Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. Um, so I'm assuming I, I don't need a hotel room, and Gibran's putting me up for uh, for the five days I'll, <laughs> I'll be in town. Um, didn't even think about that. But, Hmm? That's quite the assumption. I mean, I'm making it though. Okay. Bed, food, um, and transportation out, I'll, I'll, to the to the arenas and stuff. <laughs> All that. Like I said, I'll, I'll call back in. But um, four of my closest friends are sneakerheads. The game is just a game. Like this is going to happen in every business that sells tickets or sells a product that you don't have to purchase in person. It's just a yeah. game. You know, it's going to be like that. That and is the game. Unfortunately. It's like, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. No, it, 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 it sucks. And my, my man Mike had to uh, – he didn't have to, but he didn't want to. He got he tried to do the pre-sale thing, couldn't get them, so he just went on StubHub and uh, spent like five hundred bucks for two tickets. And and they're originally like uh, you know hundred and fifty dollar tickets. So so I mean yeah, I mean people, I mean if if I could have gotten a ticket. And then sold sold the other for five hundred bucks and made basically, or sold two more for a grand, and or however much, and made my plane airfare or something like that. Like it's hard to 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 be mad at people for that, but it's but it's something should be said about bots and StubHub accounts and that kind of shit. Like that's that's the unfair part. Because if people are doing it I'm like, hey, you know, you called, you you swiped your card, you 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 hit enter faster or you know quick enough, you win basically. Like it's a it's a lottery in a lot of sense. You know, it's a crapshoot in a lot of a lot of sense. But that's a person doing it, not some friggin' program. You know, with with a three thousand dollar budget or whatever that you program into, and he's just buying up, you know, whole rows of tickets. So, thanks, Ron. Appreciate the email. Let's, uh, let's, uh, you know what? Let's talk to some folks before we read another email. Let's, let's, uh, you know what? Let's talk to Kylan. Go up to Newark. Uh, Kylan, what's going on, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Okay. Yeah, what's on your mind? Ah, let's see. What, what a, what a week we, we've had so far. My, my first question for this week concerns our new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Usos. Okay. Were the Usos 
not punished for Jimmy's skirmish with cops because of scenario number one, fear of the Usos potentially leaving and going to All Elite Wrestling, or scenario number two, their long and strong family connections as members of the Anawati Johnson Fatu family, or neither. I mean, you can't discount the the first two, the AEW stuff, or the fact that they are who they are. But I, I would think WWE that's cowardice if you think they should be punished and you're not because of either of those. Not that that they're above being cowards, but you know, if you feel they need to be punished, they did something that's worth uh, consequence. Then you got to serve those consequences. I don't, I don't know if, <laughs> if what Jimmy did or Jimmy, you know, the one that you know squared up with the cops, if that's enough to, to me, it's like, fam, like I'm just glad you're, you know, here. And that cop decided to pull out his fucking taser <laughs> instead, instead of, you yeah. know, his gun. So I think that uh, yeah yeah well what you and, and everybody it's kind of a thing that everybody knows but not everybody really talks about hmm. what you get arrested for supersedes getting arrested in most jobs like meaning if you get are, arrested at a at a at a at a protest of like you know animal abuse or something your job's like okay but if you get obviously arrested for like B and E or assault that's 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 different. yeah it, 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 yeah well yeah what you what you get arrested for um the the the, the your punishment will vary by by you know what did you do for a living and it it's I think the story is is strange enough to where there's some plausible deniability. Um, okay. it's, it's weird all around. Um, I also think that, you know, for this to be the second incident in a decade speaks highly of, not highly of them, but there are more people who have done worse things in a shorter period of time. Um, and, and also the idea that he did that to take heat off of, off of Naomi, who we're not talking about. Yeah. And I, honestly, I think that that bought him some points with the company, with the people in charge, because I think that's something like that... Like, if he literally got her out of a DUI or some kind of shit, which I don't understand, like, you still go, okay, now why we stopped you is because you were you're driving down the thing, and it smells like booze. I don't understand why him throwing his hands up and making a making a... Uh, you know, a, a, a spectacle of himself. <laughs> These are terrible cops. If that's the case, that's just how it's been. Well, I mean, because because police don't follow protocol. <laughs> but that's a different conversation. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, but, but a bunch of I people, mean, including Brian Austin, though, I mean, and by a bunch, I mean, you know, a dozen, uh, chimed in and was like, fam, Detroit sucks. 
And if you live in Detroit for long, long enough, you're going to go down the wrong way, a one-way street the wrong way, probably more times than once in your, in your driving life in Detroit. Like, apparently, this is a thing that, that isn't uh, surprising to Detroiters. Uh, and I don't know about Michigan law, but, you know, in, in Texas, like, you can refuse a breathalyzer, and it can go either way. Depending on the night that that cop's having, depending on how much time they have, like depending on like their constitution, there's you know again I think there were so many moving pieces in this story that they benefited from that. And on top of all that, um, me saying that I don't think what happened was a super serious issue, they're also, in my opinion, the very best tag team to ever walk through those doors, and that mm. carries weight. Like yeah. Randy Orton, who think what you want about Randy Orton, but Randy Orton's abilities have allowed him to dodge a lot of issues that would be bigger issues for other people. And yeah. I do Certainly. think that regardless of like whether Vince McMahon cares about tag team wrestling or not, he understands that those two are very good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that, and, that kind of leads yeah. to his Kylan's first kind of thing. Like, could it be a, could it be a, a fear of an AEW exit? Like, hey, these so. guys' contracts are coming up, and maybe we don't want to hold them to account, even though you know they did something wrong. It's like WWE being unfair if they decided to punish one or both in some kind of way, uh, unless they fired them with some kind of two-year non-complete or something. But also like fire one, but you still have the other, and if you already offer to renew and you keep one, do you just have him sit at home while you pay him? Like, it's the benefit of being on a tag team with your twin brother. Yeah, and also, who said punishment might not have to be that harsh as far as sending. It could just be something. Yeah, they're going to set him down for 30 days. But, like, again, I, I think that in an age of, you know, digging up old tweets and realizing X person felt this way about women or men or whoever, like, you, you, it's not cowardice, but I also think that you kind of pick and choose. And if, if you didn't find somebody face down with, you know, a powder all over their nose and they only in the corner with a black eye, then I think that you're kind of like, well, you know, We'll work through it. Look at Stephen Smith. was like, yo, that's, that's on Jimmy. Like, Jimmy got to figure that out. Like, we're going to go about our business. So, now, man, now, before I get back to Kylan, on, not on your urging, but it was on your example. You went, this was six, eight, nine months ago, maybe a year ago, who knows, but you went on your Twitter and just searched Seahawk uh, rape or Seahawk yeah, fat, Seahawk homo. Yep. And I did all those two, and I was like, I have, I really have no idea how I don't have any problematic yeah. tweets in that arena. I'm sure I do. In that, yeah. But in those yeah. things, I was like, oh, I mean, I'm glad I've never called anybody a fucking faggot on goddamn social media. That just seemed, I, I wouldn't do it in in real life. So I try to, <laughs> you know, do things yeah. online that I would do, you know, be, do be one of those and not the opposite. But, but you know, you never know. You make a rape joke, a, a homo joke, a, a, a Asian joke. You never, you know, when you're, you know, twenty eight and just got on Twitter. I don't know. 
that's not really <laughs> you know the years young man of of only three decades. <laughs> wow, how was I to know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, people are gonna get offended, but yeah, yeah, d- yeah, digging up old tweets is a is so corny, especially because the the people we follow, pop culture folks. Because the, of how it works, are getting younger and younger, and we're going the other way. So when I hear this guy, and they go back to his tweets from 2012, and, they, and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I said that when I was 12. And I'm like, what? Holy shit. I, okay, when I got on Twitter in, in 2010, I was 30. He was 15? <laughs> and y'all mad that he's, like, reciting the lyrics to a fucking big pun song or, or whoever, you know? Yeah, yeah, outrage culture. Uh, but Kylan, jump back in. What else is uh, on your on your mind? Um, by, by the way, the the original the original story about the uh, the Uso situation doesn't even say anything about Na- Naomi. Was drink was drinking or anything? So, for, no, it was for, totally a a look over here kind of thing, and everybody looked over here. Like all the reporting, the original TMZ report, like nothing. Like you're like at the end, you're like, well, what about the original incident? And nobody had any answers for that. So, that is, is a bit um, yeah, well, who like knows? Maybe in three months. Maybe in three months the 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 the, the dash cam not dash cam but maybe the body cam stuff somebody in the department or in whatever you know decides to leak out and we maybe get to see uh, actually what happened or at least a better idea from from the cops you know literal POV of what of what happened so I think that's really the only way we're gonna know what what really happened or what yeah anything it's just it's strange but go ahead Colin uh, what's your next thing. My second question for this week concerns WWE's overall company future. I'm not sure if you guys have seen these yet, but Raw Raw viewership numbers just came in, maybe about an hour and a half ago, and Raw viewership was up by 12.5%, according to showbizdaily.com, which is one of the ratings aggregators that Wade uses. And with Triple H's NXT uh, developmental prospects being heavily relied upon and being credited with this ratings uptick as as many people asked. Are they getting credit? Really? Is that what's happening? Is this the start of a possible Vince removal from power storyline or 
Nine Storyline Live coming soon. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully, but I I don't I don't see I don't think he's going to see a twelve percent increase. Which they didn't they go up sixteen percent a week or two ago on one of those, on a raw in the last two weeks was like oh raw's up sixteen percent so it's a hopefully a trend. But I don't think you go given. I don't think just knowing the nature of 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 how many people watch NXT. I don't think that's a. I mean, maybe if I saw like a, the three hour thing, because at the beginning it was pretty. You know, they hyped it at the beginning, so you knew. So if the audience grew opposed to going down, especially in that third hour, then. Then maybe, but if it's a kind of an overall, like the numbers, the, the show did the same trajectory. Like it started high, and then by the, in the by three hours in, they had lost, you know, 25, 35% of their audience. Then that's still kind of typical. But if they grew a little bit or only lost 10% of the audience by the end of the, whatever the number, you know, I'm making stuff up, I'm not saying true numbers, but if it's something like that, then, then yes, I would maybe then go, hmm. Maybe these NXT guys, uh, there's there's something there, or 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 something. But just hearing the numbers that they went up twelve percent beyond that, I'm I can't, uh, Kylan, go on. You know, say they they should get credit, or Vince will give them credit, or this is going to be the start of a removal. <laughs> Again, we can all hope. I mean, I think that's where this is really just coming from. We're just looking for any kind of uh, indication that things are going to get better. And Vince not being around uh, is one thing I think we immediately think was better. Mike, my man Mike, he's like, I can't wait for XFL to start. I'm like, why? What the fuck do you care about that bullshit? And he's like, that means Vince is going to be like, his attention is going to be elsewhere. I was like, oh, shit, that's a really good way of looking. Like, in 2001, it was for the worse, because Vince wasn't a fucking lunatic at that point. Or if he was, he was, he was still in control for the most point. So when he, he took his eyes off, things got bad. He had people behind him in secondary positions that weren't uh, equipped to, you know, to sustain the momentum he had, you know, built the last five years. And uh, things suffered uh, in that in that you know two year stretch, especially when it was on and he was paying attention to it big time and and all that kind of stuff. Um, but here we are, almost twenty years later, doing the same bullshit with the XFL, and it's a and it could be seen as a uh, it could be seen as a uh, as a good thing and not a detriment for him to step aside for a little bit. So that's. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Let's uh, Cam dropped off. I'm not sure if it was for good. Hopefully not. He didn't say goodbye. Let's keep it moving. You know what? Let's go to another non-VIP email. This is Roger, and I think he's in Lafayette, but he's some he's down there somewhere in New Orleans, Lafayette area. Says, "What's going on, fellas? Pretty interesting." Ah, and he and he hit me with the in the email last time. He sent it to the to the uh, fan page, which is fine, but there's a good chance I'm <laughs> not going to remember to go there to read it, because they all 
come here, typically. Um, so he says, really interesting week for WWE. Solid Elimination Chamber card, highlighted by Mr. Kingston. Pretty sad when you see his performance and hear the crowd reaction for him and realize that WWE could have and should have gotten so much more out of him than the pancake-throwing Royal Rumble spot guy. Yeah. It's, it is it is one of those things where where you where I'm sure fans there's a good segment of fans not just you know us in the know and you know very smart to everything and and, and follow things super close. What kind of your gen, general fan like kind of have this moment like, wait he's been around all this time and then they think back, oh yeah remember that time he beat up Randy Orton's car and had the big that big moment or when he when he wasn't he in an elimination chamber and like did something from the top of the cage. But he's had these like moments where, and yeah. So 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 yeah. I'm sure there's a segment of fans going. Yeah, this seems to be a lost kind of thing, especially if they know how wrestling, you know, how your your body works. And even though he's at his potentially most marketable, and you know, he's not uh, physically on the on the on the incline anymore. Certainly at at. I assume at least 35. Shit, um, maybe 32. Maybe he got there when he was 20, but but I don't think so. Uh, Roger continues. Raw. Ugh. <laughs> Glad I stayed home. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's from Lafayette. So he, he, he did not go. Glad I stayed home as WWE puts on another mediocre show in my hometown. At least when... At least we got mentioned during the Elias performance. Poor Bailey and Sasha. I really feel bad for them during their promo. That you deserve a chant. Never got off the ground. Leading to a so-so promo. The behemoth brawl with Braun and Coleman, uh, Corbin was all right. And definitely had the most crowd heat. Ronda bought back some interest when it was time for the main event. But got overshadowed by the chance of Becky whenever Ruby was on offense. Not sure why we needed so many NXT guys or why they needed to be, beat the guys they did. Why not match them up against guys at the Kerr Hawkins level? Of course, they do the same on SmackDown the next night. So he sent this, obviously, after SmackDown. Oh, six hours ago. So, um, <clears throat> Yeah, I have my my thoughts and theories on the Becky-Sasha stuff. If you hear me talk to Wade Monday, I, I, I just think they, <clears throat> they, they literally cut that promo that we, we should have or thought we would see Monday night on all their friends, peers, colleagues, and family and fans on the internet, you know, it's on stuff if they, if they responded to any, any of that stuff, but probably not because they're dealing with actual real life people in their face, congratulating them, giving them pep talks and congrat, you know, like serious look you in the face and go, you know, I mean, imagine how many of those types of talks Becky and Sasha had, Sunday and mon Sunday night and Monday from 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 you know not just Vince and Triple H and Stephanie but like Arn Anderson and Adam Pierce and 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 their and their other their contemporaries Ruby Riot and you know and Alicia Fox and all those women and and men I'm sure Samoa Joe or whoever came up to him was like hey you guys are it and keep it going and blah 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 giving them boosts and congrats and big ups and daps family texting them all day and cousins and uncles and stuff I mean it's it was probably emotionally 
taxing. So when it was time to go out there and 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 be emotional, and they were just drained. Like, thanks, guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean that's what I read on their faces. Like, <clears throat> and that just was a bullshit crowd. That just wasn't. If that crowd was, if they were on SmackDown the next night, or if that was a New Orleans crowd Monday, that might have been enough for them to get up. And I don't mean that you, fuck that you deserve it bullshit. I don't like that shit. That's fucking garbage. Shut up, crowd. Um, But you would have probably gotten a stronger you deserve it chant. It would have maybe <clears throat> got the emotions going and maybe uh, tapped into to, to you know to that well that that was already empty. But hey, maybe it's something there. So I just think they were taxed, and and they just didn't have it in them as performers to 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 fake it to to get through you know when you don't have it, but to make it look like you do. It's no, it's a normal kind of thing, or you you know you put the heat. So uh, that's my my. My personal theory. I think it's a logical one. Uh, Rich is on the line, but I don't know if he wants to get on. We'll see in a bit. Uh, Roger continues. I thought SmackDown was mostly a bounce back, a bounce back up for them, but that was mainly due to Miz, Brian, and Mr. Kingston. Same NXT guys from same NXT guys from the night before. Had they even debuted all the other NXT guys that were in the video package? They play in every other week a few months ago. I got no be- Well, they're all debuted. They just haven't picked a show. I got no beef with the match quality, especially the DIY tag matches. Glad to see Kofi finally get a decent push. And hopefully he's still in the WWE title picture for WrestleMania. Okay, so I don't know how we haven't talked about this uh, till now. But boy, oh boy, Ciampa powerbombing... Uh, or Sunset flipping Seamus onto his own leg was scary as hell. God, like I'm, oh, ooh, I'm so squeamish, like already. <clears throat> like anytime, <clears throat> anytime I see a wrestler setting up for a suicide dive or some kind of dive through the middle ropes or anything, I, ooh, my, you know, I, 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 I lower region puckers, boy. I'm like, be careful. You know, I always talk about Lita doing that dive outside the rope, outside onto Trish in 04. And this was after she came back from her damn broken neck. And uh, and, and me and Dre were in my crib watching, and I freaked out. I would not look at the, I would not come back into the living room and look at the damn TV until he assured me, assured me she was not a dead person. I was like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see my, one of my favorite wrestlers lying there dead. He's like, no, no, no. She's she's getting up. She's she's. Fine. You know, it feels so ridiculous. You know, fifteen years later, talking about that, but <laughs> I was so scared in that moment. Um. So yeah, it was just like ooh. And then when he went out and and everything seemed to. They were able to, uh, you know, the the if there was a an audible called, it was, it was, uh, it was well done, and they were able to get the finish and and not. But I haven't heard any follow up. If somebody can, uh, I don't know, tweet me or something, tell me if uh, if 
they or did an MRI and the house is knee. me 10 minutes ago he said they lost 20% of the audience throughout the show ending with ending the show with less viewers than last week and he says y'all not going to mention the fake horrible reporting by Fox of the Usos no I didn't, or I didn't know that they did any kind of uh, any kind of uh, reporting on that I would think they'd be hands off. They wouldn't run that story, or at least not do like a a hit job because it's WWE, and, you know. So, but I don't know. Tell me more, I guess. Or I guess we'll talk about it when we get to you in a bit. Maybe save it for then. Uh, <laughs> so this is the tale of two tweets. So 30 minutes ago, Rich goes, Triple H and his dudes are smart. Don't read the spoilers as they spoil tonight. 28 minutes ago, tonight at NXT from Darrell. Tonight at NXT, the taping said those guys were not called up and using it to advance their storylines. <laughs> uh, I know who got my back. <clears throat> um And now Rich is talking. Oh, he's talking to Wade and some money. Okay, uh, where was I? Where was I? Was I doing this email to finish? Oh, okay. So, uh, Roger, his last thing, he wraps up. Not much happened video game-wise. Taking advantage of double payment events involving my businesses and GTA Online. Still waiting for Rockstar to do something with Red Dead Online. I'll probably spend a little time working on games I need to finish or that I haven't started yet. And that <clears throat> that alone could occupy my gaming time for several months. That's about all for now. Probably should go back to work. Have a good show. Thanks, Raj. Appreciate you. Uh, and if you jump on Red Dead uh, again in the next few weeks, hit me up. They had a double XP weekend. That was pretty sweet. Now it's a 20% XP week. I think it's 20% if I went on right now, like 20% extra in XP. Um, <clears throat> uh, but it's like a posse thing or whatever. And um, Hitman, they gave, you know, they did, that was their February, one of their main February games. And also this game for Honor that I was hyped, like, yo, it looks awesome. Watch the preview, you know, the trailer, it looks great, but it's, it's basic. It's not really where you're like these different warriors. Like, hey, can a samurai beat a Viking versus a Roman centurion versus a knight? You know, medieval knight and you know that kind of shit. But I haven't fired up Hitman yet. Uh, all right, let's uh, head back to the phone lines three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Uh, in the meantime, hey, let's bring Rich on and see what he's got to say. Rich, what's what's happening? What's shaking? Not much. Did Cameron uh, bounce? He did, and he has not returned, so I assume this was uh, the peace out for good one. 
Which is a little jarring because we've had him for pretty much the whole show, whole live show for like the last three weeks. He's hung in there. You but, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, hey, hey, I'm ghost. I don't need to say goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what's your what's your time? <clears throat> are you still at the office? What are you doing? Yeah, this is Wednesday, so I got a. Uh... MPHC at nine, and uh, then us. Whenever I get done with that, hopefully, uh, I had to teach a class this evening at six, so I'm like beat. I'm hoping that uh, this doesn't go too late because I want to read. What do we got to read? Um, there's something. Well, we I read. read uh, I read uh, Self Made, but I did not read the, read listen to the podcast <clears throat> because my dumb ass. I haven't either. Uh, watched uh, did you read it though yes okay so maybe i'll watch, listen to the podcast in the, in this crossover or you know in the in the in between or at least some of it so i'll have like some insight but at least we both read and it to... and i read prodigy whoo boy this book man listen i'm <laughs> telling you man prodigy like it has taken a mental more than any comic book it has taken my brain to like to fight the like I don't know if it's like inner racism, but it's like, how can we doing all this? I never said black man doing all this stuff. Like, you see Tony Stark get dropped in a desert with a toothpick, and he makes a, a armor, and it's like, oh, cool. This dude talks yeah. down terrorists, and it's like, I don't know about that. Oh, he is a psychological genius as well. He's not just a eidetic memory guy and, you know, uh, a super smart, just genius-level intellect. When it comes to smarts and engineering and blah blah, no, he knows how to read people. Like, but he's not like Hannibal Lecter with it. Like, he's not using it for. Mm-hmm. He's t- definitely like using it to make he's people like, Let me make your best oh, self. <laughs> <laughs> Does this crime that you're doing spark joy in your life? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, he is like Quand- oh. Quand- with like life. He, and the guy's got a gun in his face, and then he's like. No, it doesn't spark joy. I wanted to be a painter or an architect. <laughs> it's like, what did your mother say when your father left that night? I can do better. Do you feel like she was talking about you too? Oh my god! He's like, he's like Doctor right. Phil on crack. <laughs> All right, we're not. That was just a taste. Um, we're not yeah. gonna. We're not gonna. We're gonna break it back. Um, we will get. Get to all that and more uh, uh, on the VIP, and maybe if maybe instead of listening to the podcast, I'll read that Wonder Twins book. Did you read that? I did. I'm not a Wonder Twins guy. They're like a step okay. below. I heard I, good, they've been a step below. Well, I never, well, I never, I don't know about them. You know, I don't fuck, I don't, I don't fuck with them because I never, you know, they were always a pop culture kind of thing from, you know, old back in the day kind of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, Wonder Twins is in form of blah, blah, blah. But it seems to be, like, a, a current take in D.C. I got to give him credit. That Flintstones book was fucking excellent. I don't think it's the same people. But uh, I'll give I'll give it the uh, – and I read the preview at the end of the Naomi book. They put the first four pages or whatever. So it was like, oh, this is cool. That's how I knew to kind of, you know, so I did have some kind of, you know what I mean? But as I said, let's uh, – Let's um, bring it back to wrestling, and let's 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 answer answer uh, Jay's 
email. He says, uh, "Hey guys, Jay from New York here. Uh, what are your thoughts on reports that I've been that I've read that Brian will face Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? Uh, it should be a good match, but with Kofi, but Kofi has so much steam behind him right now. It sucks that he probably won't get his moment. Uh, but I guess Vince doesn't see Kofi that way. Well, steam, he doesn't <laughs> notoriously, but you know, there's a whole documentary about it. Uh, also, your thoughts." On what the hell that was on SmackDown with Mandy Rose beating Oscar? Do you think that could possibly be their idea for WrestleMania? Lastly, Travis, it was funny as hell hearing you and Wade argue about name pronunciation on Monday. Being <laughs> that I grew, <clears throat> being being that I grew, people really got into that. Uh, being that I grew up around a bunch of Italians in the Bronx, I guess I say their names one way and if you're from the midwest like wade it's another have a good show oh, i think he's yes. tacitly agreeing with me because i'm not from the bronx but i'm certainly not from the midwest but philly right? is northeast northeast is going to pronounce <laughs> right 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 right, right. right. Stand wade sure in the, like anytime he talks about <laughs> wade wade's pronunciations of stuff i just have First accepted off, it over the years listen i Ooh, boy, I roasted him on, was this when we were in New, yeah, 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 yeah. So when we were in New York for Extreme Rules in, in, in spring of 2016, I uh, I don't even, I should remember the street. Like, we were right on the corner. I was like, so, because he, <laughs> I was like, so you know you'd have a thing where you take words that have two, that have two syllables and you turn them into one. And yeah. words that have one syllable, and he turned them into two, like shown, like I, <clears throat> like you know, uh, you know, shown something, oh. known. It's shown, showing, knowing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like no. And then like words like ruined, that's two syllables. Ruined, like no. <laughs> what is a ruined? It's not R O O in. <laughs> Ruined, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I got on him. We just he just started cracking up. Like yeah, no, that's that's certainly how I say those yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, when Wade but, says yeah. opinion, I cannot. It sounds like uh, homeboy from Parks and Rec and Perkins. Opinion. Yeah, he says opinion instead of opinion. Opinion, yeah. Opinion. <laughs> yeah, like you're putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong wrong part. syllable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so let's go through these. Uh, Brian um, facing Kevin Owens. That's uh, that's news to me. I haven't read those reports, Jay, but that doesn't totally surprise oh, me. Oh, I think considering... Jay's cool, but like. Yeah. I think Jay's got it, but what, what happened was Meltzer had a report last night that said they're like a list of six names, and the most likely out of the six was him because it was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Randy Orton, and then some other people who were like, are you kidding me? Randy Orton? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not trying to see that. <clears throat> 
but um but Kevin Owens, the one thing I see with him is they are playing him up like that was the, that was what Meltzer was talking about. They're playing him up like an everyman. So it's like, hey, you know, I don't eat healthy. I I do what I want. Hey, I'm Everything has got food in it. All his promos have had. Well, the bowling one I guess didn't, unless there was like some nachos on the table. I didn't see. But so I'm like, are these like being fucks to him? <laughs> you know, and the the phone catch. Yeah, I think it's just. Uh, they're doing the thing with his son with the 20 and the no change. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously? That was great. Nothing. That was like vintage dad jokes. Like, man, I gave you, come here, little blue. I gave you $20. Tell me $20 for the popcorn. I'm like, what'd you get? A Coke? You get a Coke with that popcorn? <laughs> oh, shit. Trey doesn't have to worry about that because, like, bank cards. And just be like, swipe. Oh, hey, thanks, Light Yagami. <clears throat> so, uh, at Light Yagami 101 responded to Mike Cardin- Cardino's p- tweet about um, f- from 14 hours ago about SmackDown and having uh, who's Solo Monster? Let's see. Jason Solo Solomon. Is, yeah, he's the one who goes on with weight a lot. Yeah, so he did the, two, the SmackDown recap i was on monday after all so the guy mike cardinal was responding like hey great to see my two favorite you know people talk about wrestling and then like yagami it's like every co-host they have is amazing from trav lord to jason powell really good stuff you know snap nice so that's gonna go ahead and give a good old retweet All right, so thanks, uh, Yagami. That's the old old killer bump in the follows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice when that happens, even though (laughs) it's kind of the worst. (laughs) No, I I like talking to people. I mean, the big thing for me is just don't come at me hard. Like, like, listen, he's a dumb mother... Like nah, yeah, nah, I don't like talking. Like I enjoyed like, listening to you because you were like, "Don't follow me, <laughs> please. Don't yeah. talk about wrestling." Yeah, that's all you follow. Oh. Like, talk about wrestling, come on. Uh, so okay, so Brian and Kevin Owens, yeah, Kofi's, you know, Kofi's, Kofi's doing his thing, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, like he says, he's there at WrestleMania, but. I don't know. I'm hoping they re- lean into it because this, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine this morning, and I said this is similar to when Ryback got that big, like the fans got behind him, and they had to kind of put him in those title matches because of injuries for a couple of months, and then he had that match with CM Punk where you like jacked him up. Huh. So what about what about what about Mandy Rose being Oscar? I mean, what the hell, Rich? What was that? You know I mean, why? You know what happened? Match, you know first off the what match happened. shouldn't he, the match was like eight, twelve minutes long. I don't know, but it was like way too long. I'm like, come on, Oscar! If you don't beat this bitch's ass, like, what are we doing? Like, choke her what out! Like, why is this over? Slammer and he knows. Like, like, she's not unlocked. Good. like, if this she's was a video, 
yeah, maybe it's fine, but it's one of those things where like this this is the storyline they played in NXT. Only on the main roster with Vince, you're gonna actually see what happened. Remember when she had the match with uh, uh, who was it? Eva Marie, and they played it like the main roster guy sent her down to win the title off of Oscar, and everybody was oh, scared yeah. that Oscar was gonna lose. And right. she handled business. <laughs> but if you see the main roster version, nope, you gonna give it to the you gonna give it to who we want. And that's why yeah. I said, yeah, definitely stay away from spoilers because the spoilers for tonight's tapings for NXT spoil this week's match. And that doesn't help with regard to like, you know, I saw uh, Melter had mentioned on his show. Well, it's one in a few minutes anyway, so just, you know, shut up about it. No, 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 I'm talking about Bashams. I'm talking about, hold on, I'm talking about the Bashams when they got, the the Bashams got called up to the main roster, one of them. Right. Uh, And then they had all these storylines down at, uh, uh, what was that one at the time? Mid, not mid, not uh, uh, OVW. Kentucky. OVW. They had all these storylines they had done. They had set up, and he was gone now. So Cornette had to kind of make lemons out of lemonade, and he did a really good job because, you know, he's the book the other way. And so, th- same thing. Hmm? No, saying the other way, lemonade out of lemons. But lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got it. I, pro- I apologize. One of my employees said it that way, and it got burned in my head for a while. Um. Yeah, made lemonade out of lemons, and I think they're doing that with NXT. I'm looking forward to tonight's show, and I got to show some friends because some people were making jokes. Because you know, it's the internet. You know, jokes sometimes are more important than facts. Folks were taking shots at Johnny Gargano, like, "Hey, looks like my little brother's out there wrestling with Sheamus." Like, if you think he's small, wait until you see him and uh, Drew Galloway when they were teaming together in the in the Indies. It was like take your kid to work day, and so I showed uh-huh. him a match between. Those two versus uh, Alistair Black and Chris Hero, or um, Cassius Ono. And it was like, holy crap. It was like, yeah. Because I really enjoy watching giant Drew McIntyre, like, and his little buddy, Johnny. And he starts with his thick Scottish accent, Johnny! Johnny! All right, one of the twins is in there. Are we going to get Oscar versus Mandy Rose for the title at WrestleMania yes. or, some, or at least at Fastlane? I think yes. And then Oscar's going to have to get the title back at WrestleMania. Jesus Christ. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way they would do well, that. Well, if you think that's bad, Melton was talking about, just when he was talking the same thing with the title matches, Vince's view for post-Ronda world of wrestling People are going to lose their minds. What's because Vince plan? wants his top three to be Charlotte, <clears throat> Becky, and uh, the women's right herself because he feels like she can be sold to mainstream because she's a mom, she's a Marine. She's, I don't quite know what else she has that he might agree with. Okay. I mean, what's... Um... So so, what's the point? Because what's the big deal? Because Ronda's not in that three, I guess. Well, once, no, no. Once Ronda's gone, the fact that he's gonna make my girl like one of the top wrestlers on the women's roster because he wants to sell her to the mainstream as like this white uh, military savior. Oh, I see what you're saying. I understand where you're going, but uh, right, like he's, yeah, she's ex marine. She's a mom. 
He's, you know, I mean, that, I mean, uh, no matter where it's coming from, it just seems Right, got a bunch of fucking dummies who like fetishize th- that kind of stuff, like the military part, not right. being a mom. But, um, right. but also, people do. Well, right? like, no, I mean, I mean, if you look at the, like, I was gonna say, if you look at the latest searches on most of those sites, I, I would say mom, that mom's probably gonna be number one to military lady. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But no, it's that's I just think a decent. I mean, whether you believe she should be one of the top three, that's 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 an argument that could be made. But like the the facts, the reasons behind it, like are solid and make sense if you're trying to make money in America. At least you know from the people that watch wrestling, or a portion of people like right. that that watch wrestling that would you know uh, uh, reverberate with. All right, so, yeah, I'm gonna, so appreciate the, the email, uh, Jay. Yeah, go ahead. You got to go. I have No, I have to admit that this is a good comic. What do you read? Wonder Twins. It's actually really good. Oh, okay. It's so, like, nice. it's like ridiculously good. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, it plays off of everything I thought was going to be bad, and it's actually really, 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 really good. Ah. <sighs> Bad. Alright. Like uh, oh yeah. god, how did they figure that out? Oh, okay, never mind. I'm with you. Uh, that was great. That was great. I just I just finished I just finished. I'm done. Now I got my favorite beat. No man is ever too late, God. No man is uh, ever too late. Hey, ball. Uh alright, let's talk to Willis. I assume this is Willis. Somebody yeah, in Let's go. That's uh, Willis. Yeah, what's up, D? What's going on, fellas? Not too much, man. What's up, man? How's everybody doing? Good. Did you get a chance to review um, Captain Marvel yet? Did you get to do the media stuff? I know you usually do a good job with the reviews. The movie, I I won't see it until it come out regular. Oh, At the movie theater. I don't don't, don't have no luck like that. Unless if I get an email with one of them free passes from one of them things, like they have, like, mm-hmm. free screenings. But every time, by the time I check my email and fill out for it, it had already sold out or something, so. Well, with your viewership for your YouTube page, you could submit that to the um, the um, distributors, and they could give you those. Because I have a friend of mine I here in Pittsburgh, she does that. I get screeners from... Um, independent horror movies, I get them. Ooh, but other than that, that's, that's about nice. it. I've been okay. lazy about that. I just just haven't been having no time like I want to because oh, my I... work schedule. Yeah, Brother, and I then and reconnecting with my daughter. She got a phone now, so I can talk to her every day now like I want to. So glad about that. But on to the wrestling. That crowd Monday night just ruined the whole show because after the Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman mess, the show was decent. I don't see how anybody can complain about that Raw after they had um got the Braun shit out the way. It was much better than last week's show because I don't know what the hell they was doing last week's show. That shit was a hot mess. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lafayette, I mean, I get what Wade and Travis were talking about on Monday in terms of, like, you can't just half-bake a cake and then expect people to slop it up. But Lafayette was dead. Like, those folks, like, I know when I go to shows here in Pittsburgh sometimes, it's like sometimes they'll be dead and they'll say just really dumb things. And at most times it's just really them dealing with, like, the mics aren't set up right in uh, uh, the PPG Paint Arena. But those folks were like, they had better things to do, and I don't understand why they went to a wrestling show. Uh, you know the reason why they went? Because it was a holiday, because it was a whole rack of kids in their joint. And they probably yeah, the on-site correspondent was like, it was kids on kids on kids at that show. And I just was like, I mean, I guess that's typical, but that's like a house show thing where it's like, Mad kids. TV tapings are usually. I mean, kids are at TV tapings, yeah. but he just said it was just. But I figured the kids would be kids. like, you know, I figured the kids would be a little lit. Yeah, well, but if, if they, they don't know, know who the Johnny Gargano is, you know, what, what the and hell? That's a, and that, that ain't that like a small part of Louisiana anyway? Ain't yeah, like, the like they did the thing and they said. It's, 120,000 people in the town. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> kind of too hard. Uh, Cam earlier said their main strip, the highlight is a Texas roadhouse. Not that there's a Texas roadhouse on their main strip, but the highlight of the strip is the fucking Texas roadhouse. That's... Did y'all visit the Dennis? Like, that's sort of thing. Like, the Dennis. The, and I yeah, know I'm a yeah. northerner, and I'm... I'm and I'm being I'm I'm hating on it, but like when you're yeah, in towns like that, that's it's... not. Yeah, I, I don't understand their economic anxiety. I bet you they won't go back there again. I know. Vince is always to... a man who has to deal with like complicated things because it's like you want to cater to the small towns, but the big cities are the folks who understand what you're trying to do. Right. That was that that kind of show with the people that they had on it. I don't even want to say the names of these places half the time, so fuck him. Right. We're live in 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 some part of Louisiana. Three hundred miles from St. Louis. Like just say you're in Wichita or wherever you know, I don't know if that matches up, but just come on. After after the Lafayette incident, I'm fully with him on that rule. We are hundred and seventy five miles away from San Antonio. Like, I'm not even going to give them something in the same state. I'm just going to shade it. We are like 800 miles away from Los Angeles. 800 miles? Goddamn. That that crowd was so bad, they was taking me out of the damn show. I'm like, shit. What? Oh, I just got some news on my, my feed. And I was like, this is the greatest night in the history of our sport. We, all the time we were worried about Andrade and Selena Vega. And you know who Andrade yeah. with? Charlotte. Yeah. Claire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now. Well done, Andrade. Because uh, um, Selena married um, Alistair Black. Yeah. Right. They got married on the low, yeah. like they just came back, showed up at NXT one day. It was like, yeah, no, we got married the other day. <laughs> what? <laughs> my, the, 
My miss, my thing I'm trying to figure out is what they gonna do with Brian after after he um make Kofi tap that um fast lane. Man, you think he's gonna win it in fast lane? Ooh, no, he got no chance in hell. And he <laughs> got no chance in hell to beat Brian at damn fast lane. <laughs> this shit ain't happening. Not even. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he made it clear. No chance in hell. All right. Willis hey, hey, this is, listen, Willis is close personal friends with Vincent Kennedy, Al Jahir McMahon. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Photographic evidence. No, they just using Kofi to get Brian hot heat wise. So whoever he fight at WrestleMania. I need Kofi to do that. I, I think I think I think Vince is doing it because he forgot how long Black History Month is. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Kofi wasn't in the picture in the in anybody's conversation, you know, two three weeks ago. So, granted, people are taking right. him now. You know what people want, but let's not act like this is some months long groundswell. Somebody compared him to Brian in 2014. Nah, like one night in no, no, no. That started at the no, end of 2012. I guess so that was a two-year culminate, or not the end of 2012, but WrestleMania in 2012, 28, in Miami, the 18-second Sheamus loss. It started. That black yes, started yeah. that night, that day, and culminated at WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. So, the idea that... uh <laughs> Kofi Kingston, who's been, you know, really good at what he's done for the last decade, is any is Daniel Bryan and that stretch is just no. And so yeah, what the hell is they doing with fucking Dean Ambrose? You know, I know it's what he's doing with but... himself, my dude. It's what he's doing with himself. I... He's on the way out. They're giving him goofy stuff because they know he don't like it. And he, like I mentioned on uh, Monday night, I, my mood for 2019 is when Dean is staring at the ref as he's getting the three count. <laughs> like he's just watching them. Like, that's me. Like, what, do you, what do you, anybody expect? If Dean, if we, or it was reported the week before was yeah. true, where they said, go out, say this, 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 this. And when he went out, and he gave and the Reader's Digest and version, played a piece. No, he didn't give the reduce. He gave the fucking bullshit. I'm not no slay the beast. He had a whole fucking paragraph to say at least. I'm not saying good or bad. Yep. Whatever. They that was what he was. Right. He said okay, Told okay, that's what I'll go out to do. And he did not do that. So the fact that they don't give him anything the next week is but like good on them. Travis, they gave him the time idiot. to come out there and just look at him and be like, oh, man, my neck. Wade lost his mind on that neck thing. I was like, I've seen pro wrestlers do that. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> my opinion is that that is wrong. <laughs> Listen, I, I already told Wade, I'm never letting go of him saying Lashley. That once I heard him do a, an imitation of a black dude, he's never living that down. Lashley. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Man, but yeah, that shit is just. I 
it seems like they want to devalue him before he even leaves the show. So nobody can pick him up if he wants to go. I know, right? They know the jig is up. Everybody watching is like, okay, you're going to do what you do. I'm I'm waiting for him to do the Bret Hart, like, finger spell AEW on his last night. (laughs) That should be funny as hell. They have did that man dirty, though, when you think about it. When he was a champ, they ain't do shit with him at all. They had him doing simple shit. Brock ain't really helped none. That match they had. Oh, yeah, Travis has been on that one. Because it was just yeah. Brock was out for Brock, and Brock didn't respect him. And Brock just treated him like, you know, because we've seen Brock when he's motivated against smaller guys. He gives you whatever you need. But yeah. with Dean, he treated him like pebble in his shoe, which is ridiculous. Even if he's even if he's like a strange cat, you got to respect a coworker. Right, that shit was like, damn, just didn't care. It seemed like Vince cared about Roman. Triple H cared about Seth, and neither one of them cared about Dean. That's the <laughs> way it was. Nope. Yeah. So when yep. the field first got together, mm-hmm. when the field, when they first was on the TV, Dean was the one doing all the talking for him. Oh, he was, the, he was the man. Everybody remember when they were like, okay, when we thought eventually when the shield would break up, it would be Dean is the heel because he was right. just the best talker, the most sinister, you know, one. And then obviously it, it was Seth, but. Yeah, right. No, in in twenty like, you know fourteen, we certainly thought of those three guys differently than we we have since. Yeah, it was it was the reverse. Everybody was like, it was supposed to be Dean, Seth, and Roman. Then it turned around to be Seth, De- Seth. I mean Roman, Seth, and Dean. It was worked all together. Mm. The one with the least talent got over with the. Got over with Vince the most, and the one that had the most charisma, they ain't even want to bother with them. Ass backwards. Couldn't get out of a, get out of a Willis conversation without an, an unwanted, unwarranted Roman Reigns uh, shot. So, way to go. It's, so, anything else before we get out of here? It was. It's not um, a shot. Was the had the whatever, whatever you said. That was definitely a shot. <laughs> Anybody seen a video online with all with the fans jumping in the ring? It was showing joints from all over. I think I shared it Wait, on my recently? Facebook. What happened? Not, who, who? I mean, just stuff. No, not recently. Just over the years. Oh, oh, what is it? All like the compilation or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I didn't see that, it's, or I haven't seen it. That it, whatever it's around. <laughs> I was about to say, holy shit, that should have made its rounds if somebody jumped in the ring recently in the last couple of days. I just, yeah, okay, I got you. Uh, no, the only one they ain't show is when the fan threw the um money in the briefcase, like upside Roman Reigns' head, and the match with him and Bray Wyatt. That's the only one they ain't show. <laughs> That's fucked up, though. So. Yeah, that shit was funny. 
It looked like some out of Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> oh, when you get a chance, Travis, before mm-hmm. VIP, you're going to want to listen to... Uh, <laughs> you're going to really need to listen to this narrated version of, like, previously on NXT that Bianca is currently giving because it is... I the thing that just aired right on the now? main roster. Yeah, because she's like, okay. you know, meanwhile, you have Io Shirai, Io Shirai and her little friend walking around thinking they could get my title shot. I was like, you did not just call Kyrie Sane little friend. <laughs> she's just destroying the entire roster as she gives, like, her version of the events. Like, it's like one of those confessionals in Love and Hip Hop. Oh, wow, they really wow. did do it. I'm done. Cutting in. Yeah, I mean, this is the stuff you figure they would do, but that's it. That's all you can do, just post-produce stuff. Can't do, do anything I on TV. Get hurt. Ah, that was... That stupid freaking powerbomb. Oh, yeah, Sunset Flip, yeah. I mean, it was just just awkward, and he just didn't... didn't then center him. And then Seamus fell on his friggin' knee. On his bad knee. Uh, yep. That's not even the that wasn't even the bad one. The bad one was the one I think he was overcompensating for, so he landed awkwardly on the left one. The one with the big old oh. knee brace he was fine on. The left one got okay. buckled because she, he it buckled and then Seamus fell on top of it. I mean if I'm just saying. I'm yeah. isn't that a good thing that he did it to the Good knee, instead of the one that he had, you know, surgery on and missed nine damn months for. I you don't want to re-injure the thing. I just don't want no, my totally. Dude, like, That's why see, I don't want to look like Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. I don't either, but I'm just saying, trying to you know, silver line this, this thing. Like, okay, that like to me, that's like, oh, okay, good, good. It was the good knee. Right. <laughs> oh, dusty, dusty, uh, classic. Grab my strong hand. So, all right, Wills, was that it, man? Yeah. Cool. All right, Thank my you. dude. Oh, look at the look at the tag teams. I didn't want to. Undisputed Era, Aigner and Bartell, Street Profits, Forgotten Sons. That's uh. Next it's, week uh, we get the next four. Now Mike's been he's been on for nineteen up oh, gotta go to three one two first. Even though I think that's Sean, so he's definitely skippable. But Oh my gentle Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying. But he's been on for he's been on a whole longer, so okay, I'll be Mia, fair. I see you. I will be fair. Three one two, I assume that's you, Sean, I think. Yeah, it's me, man. I <laughs> it's me. I know when you skip me. <laughs> Ooh, I know you skipped me uh, when you and Cam did that show. Uh, when y'all did it, when y'all were filming at his job, I saw you look over. And you were like, "Nah, we gonna get to another one." And Cam looked at you like, "Damn." <laughs> it's all good though. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, lot going on, man. A lot going on. Uh, first things first. I see y'all going to um, uh, double or nothing. I'll be there too. Uh, but uh, are you guys? Staying in a hotel, or are you staying with somebody? I'm in a hotel. Staying in a hotel. Okay. 
Oh no! I I thought I heard. I thought uh, Trev. I thought you said you. Oh, I was just trying to bogart my way into somebody' crib. Uh, oh, Jabron. Yeah, he he's from Vegas. Oh. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, because I I don't know what um I don't know if y'all got y'all airfare or nothing like that. I'm looking for I'm looking at airfare and stuff now. Now that I got my Starcast bracelets and stuff. Yeah, no, I got my my plane ticket last like a couple of days after uh, Craig told me he had me a ticket. I was like, all right. Oh. What did you end up spending, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, three forty-one. Okay. Yeah. That's but about, it was that's the about only round trip. It was yeah yeah of course it was the only direct flight from Austin to Vegas from Vegas to Austin. Some had a direct flight there, some had a direct flight back back, but <clears throat> a lot of them was some bullshit. I'm not flying to fucking LAX just to come then come turn around and come back to Austin, or flying to Atlanta yeah. just to then fly out to goddamn uh, uh, Vegas. That's just stupid. Well, my, so mine I, has, I gotta leave uh, early as hell, but. Well, I mean, they got they mine. Some of some of my looked at went from SAC to uh, the Bay, you know, San Francisco, which don't make any sense. It's like that's like maybe two hours apart. So why would you even do that? But whatever. Uh, first the first thing, time I ever uh, got on the airplane, it was it was Philly to uh, Boston, then Boston to Frankfurt. So Philly to Boston, you think like that's a two hour drive? Well, like a four hour drive. So, yeah. That's pretty close to on it. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Kind of weird, but uh, what what do you think about? So the Sinclair Group they just formed the new channel where they're going to air all their uh, Chicago Cubs games. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that they still have a good enough uh, that um, AEW so still has a good enough G-M. rapport? Yeah. Um, no, it's a separate channel. I mean, Cubs have been WGN for what fifty years? Yeah. Right? No, they're done. Yup, and that to, to this day last year in 2020, they start airing in um in uh, on that new channel. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, they they're done with WGN now. Okay. Breaks my heart, but whatever. Uh, do you think that AEW got a good enough? Oh, Chicago. I guess. There you go. My bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the only because they didn't have White Sox games on TV while I was growing up for a, 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 a short while. Like uh, late '80s or whatever. What? So the only way you could actually watch football, I mean, uh, baseball, is, is if you watch it on the Cubs games on TV. So that's why when people say, "Oh, White Sox only," I say you lying because you never saw baseball unless you was at the game. That's corny so as fuck. How do you build? How do you make what? fans if you ain't on TV? Say <laughs> uh, People just go. <laughs> yeah, it, it was hella weird. I mean, they just had radio. And they had, I think they had some TV, but like it was not something that people could see. Uh, I mean, they didn't have hockey. They just got hockey uh, contracts like ten years ago for TV deals for, for the Blackhawks. So <laughs> wait, when right everybody when I left, when 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 hockey ain't even on TV and you can't find hockey nowhere. Like, oh, the CBS yeah. Sports app or NBC Sports app? Okay, there we go. They get into the hockey broadcasting ten years ago, and everybody else is like, nope, we're done with hockey. That strike killed hockey. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just weird how all that happened, man. I mean, and then well, the new NBA deals happened, and they gave everybody all this money, and now they're trying to. It's hard to trade people because you got to ship them off with these huge deals like Mike Connolly and stuff like that. Like they just gave him like fifty three million for like two years or something, and now they can't trade the dude because of the new TV contract. 
But no, I was I brought up uh, that that because if AEW has a good a good relationship with ROH still or Sinclair Group, do you think that they might be on that new cha- uh, station with the Cubs? I mean, I'm sure you can put ROH on there, but it's not like it's really going to hurt you to have AEW on there also. And I, I'm guessing they would need new content on this new channel. So what do you think? Well, the way Cody responded to uh, WrestleMania weekend would tell me that I don't think the, the uh, relationship's that strong because people asked him if he's going to be at the MSG show, and he's like, that's uh, that's WWE's weekend. I'm not working that. Hmm. Um, what do you think about uh, – I, you know, I know, you know, it's a lot of feedback about Lacey Evans. Y'all kind of um, – addressed it a little bit, but, like, it's some big names out there just kind of, you know, throwing a lot of sand on Lacey Evans. Like, oh, she can't work, she can't do this, she can't do that. People were saying Dana Brooke better than Lacey Evans. And <laughs> what? Lana. What? Yeah, bro, bro, listen, you got to venture wait. out there. I Maybe. thought people were listen. getting on Lacey Evans because of her you want me to name like, names? and them. You want me to name sure. names? I mean, we I can name names. Sure, nah, I won't name names, fine. I mean, they the homies. No, name fucking names. But, uh, I want to I hear names. No, this nigga Brian Alvarez. Brian Alvarez, because I, I sent him a text on the Observer. He was like, oh, Lacey Evans. I mean, I get it. Whatever. He don't like her as a worker. That's fine. I mean, that's cool right. to not I like say, somebody. I mean, he didn't, was he, did he, he didn't say Dana Brooks better than her. Yeah. He Bro, too. yes, he did. Go, I mean, I can't go back and listen to the show. He said, because I, I said, uh, I said, Lacey Evans is a million times better than Mandy Rose. Who would you rather see? And he laughed. Whoa, scoffed now, at it. now we're getting crazy. Now we're yeah, they, for me. I don't whoa, think it's. A, he is. That's she hyperbole. Is. That's Are hyperbole. you me? It's hyperbole. Wait, wait, it's not wait, a million. Wait, wait. It's like ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're being. You're exaggerating. But she's better than yeah, Mandy I'm being Rose. Yeah, like ten. T- like she's literally like ten times better than her though. Mandy Rose looks good Rose. in that She's tag probably match. better than better than Sandy Deville uh, or Sonya Deville. Maybe Sonya Deville. But yeah. Probably. You know, like, come on. There's I, a I, high, there's a levels to this. There's a there's yeah. a chart. There's a fucking come on, Dana fucking Brooke. I, Dana it, Brooke is trash. Yeah, was, and I'm a Dana Brooke fan. Are you kidding? Slobbered over her say, so I'm fucking I, so years I'm ago on like, the NXT. A, like, stop it. So yeah, that's uh, that's ridiculous, Lana. It was, ridiculous. It was, Lana don't even look credible in a, as a wrestler in her outfit. They, but they said they strapped the rocket pack to somebody. Him. Fuck they, they said, they said Lana. Remember the challenger in '86? Fuck happened to that? Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. They, and I'm problematic though. <laughs> Too soon, Trav. No, but yeah. they they say uh they they said Dana Brooke and uh, Lana were the chosen ones, and I was like, I don't know where, I don't know who told you that. Now, mind you, I'm like, okay, you guys been in this industry, you you should know, but I don't know who the fuck told them Dana Brooke and Lana. Were the chosen ones. I, they, they, that's literally what came out their mouth, and I'm I'm sitting up here like, well, like I like you guys. I mean, I'm listening we, to we, the show. It's great. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Time out. One second. We literally saw that play out in real time, though. It didn't end well for them. We saw no, Lana go from but... the assistant to the denim jeaned girlfriend slash paramour. Dolph Ziggler, chosen one, a wrestler who ha- who had no business being a wrestler. Yeah. To destroying her entire life. You killed her mystique. Like, that was the thing. She would come yeah. out with that little music before, and then she's like, uh, a pre, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Priyatna, Priyatna. 
because that was like one of the first things Travis was trying to get yeah. to translate. Like, what does this chick say? And then with Dana, my God, they wanted her to work, and then her weight started fluctuating because of the. Well, Dana's a little different no, because you know weight, she had. She's not good. She's not a good. No, wrestler. no, no, no. Wait, no. I'm Dana talking about the a little bit of a separate case. Not like that. Yeah. Dana Brooke yeah, had that yeah. tragedy happen in her real life where her uh, fiance right, passed uh, away. So that's fiance, different. That's right. And then they didn't, different. well, with her fitness, it was like, then she she went, she had to cut weight for that competition, and then it got weird. But yeah, beyond, like, yeah. her weight, which I never thought was an issue, you know, uh, she's terrible. Uh, she should have never than, uh, been called up. Some people, and, and yeah, she's not I, even, I, and she's not yeah. even better than she was two years ago. She's like somebody. Okay, now we're going too far. I think she's not. She's not that's she sucks. Come on. Here's the thing. Okay, right. so look, when they call somebody up, look at remember Alexa Bliss. Let's not even go back to Alexa Bliss. Liv <clears> Morgan <throat> was doing well, okay. and then they called her out. Ruby Riot was doing well. When they call you up, you have to change a little bit and do a TV style, so they don't even let you wrestle the same. The same thing happened with Alexa I mean, Bliss. Sure. I get it. She didn't even do the, uh, what was that, uh, the little moonsault she does off the top rope. Darkest I forgot the name of it. Or the Twisted Bliss. Twisted Bliss. Yeah, she don't even do that no more. They don't let her. She did a DDT with whatever. I mean, it's cool because it's a DDT, and DDTs are Should pretty much back. always like stay a... strong. But... Yeah. They never really yeah, went that's, away. That's, Think about that's it. That's crazy I'm, that they don't let her do. Like, I don't DDT. understand it. People do. Top rope moves all the time. Why can't she do her? I mean, a moonsault from for a gymnast yeah. is no big deal. Right. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't understand. Remember, it was like the uh, the bam bam. But it was like, like a yeah, the, the twist. Yeah. Thing. I mean, it was cool. It's even but, more yeah. safer. It's even no, safer. I like it. It's, I like, it's it. like her thing. So I don't understand why. Yeah, I think it has to do with more. It has to do with. Uh, I don't know what it would have to do with. I think they, it's, it's the Miz syndrome. They don't want they don't want you to get hurt. Like I mean, you can't be Will Ospreay out there. I get you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, but again, right. you know. But again, but yeah, if, you, if she's okay, she shouldn't. Maybe save the DDTs for house shows. Like you know, she uses her sparkle splash, her damn twisted bliss, high spot, uh, a top rope finisher on TV and pay per views. Yeah. But to take it away as if it's like a first yeah. off, first off, they still let Ricochet do the goddamn six twenty. Six thirty. Yeah, he ain't gonna have that no more. <laughs> Don't say that. That's gonna be gone next week. But I'm week, saying man. that's you the move that, that should gone. be like, yeah, that ain't come. That ain't making it to TV. To, to. But I get it. They want him to be. <laughs> but, they yeah. want, but they maybe they'll phase it out over a few. But that's something that you legitimately go. He can't do this forever. He's, yeah. You know. So, uh, so you're gonna you want to phase it out before you can't do it before it, before it phases Ooh. you to fuck out. As, as an update, but see, I just want to update. It wasn't uh, the management that did it. Bliss, uh, my dude, said uh, that Bliss. He has he has evidence that Bliss was the one who decided not to do it anymore. Derail. Oh, okay, that's different. Okay. Well, what evidence does he have? Say the fucking I, evidence. Yeah, I wonder why she did, but whatever. I mean, people. Well, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I got to tag out because I got to get ready for my meeting. So I'm gonna let right. the East Coast Cats version three start up, and then you guys can bring on Derail and find out. All right, well, we'll talk to Zarell later. But, yeah, no. Go ahead, Rich. I'll uh, appreciate you, man. Later. All right. Good night, Appreciate guys. you, Rich. 
Yeah, Seth so. Rollins stopped doing a curb stomp for a minute, and, I, and that was his choice. They were saying it was something else, but that was his. So I, it's whatever. I I get it. You can, but what you was the reason? What do you mean it was like. his choice? What's the why did he say I want to do this? Yeah, conflicting reports. Uh, I don't know. Conflicting reports. I, I but mostly they say it was him and not management or whatever. But, but I wonder why Alexa Bliss they didn't want doesn't his, want to do him. A move that's going to definitely, and maybe as a heel, maybe I, she, I, maybe she's smart enough and was like, you know what, I don't need to do this move yeah. as a heel. Like as a cheerleader, no, right, that baby face that was doing jobs most of the time in NXT three years ago, maybe she should, she could have that move. But as this character, like it's probably for the best. But I wonder if that was her rationale or 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 for something like that. That's just I'm curious to know. It could it could have just been a, a kind of a yeah like it could have just not fit in her new move set because she's got a new move set now. Too though, uh, maybe she's just been working she on been that. Doing that for but a you know, while, she's, she's yeah, but she's yeah. she's kind of battled through a couple injuries as of late. But yeah, you're right. Uh, maybe she literally but, but just didn't whole... want to have her body coming off the. You know, maybe it was an injury maybe. thing. Like you would, because it's moonsault. You got it's a yeah. simple move. But if you're always, if you've got this, if you got a hip or a knee thing, you want your legs slamming down from you know twenty feet up over and over again. Every, you know, four and or five to be times fair. To be fair, they got, you know, like everybody on the SmackDown roster and even on SmackDown when she stopped doing it, they're relatively <laughs> new to main roster stuff. So that's fine, you know. It's like if, if it, you get banged up doing it, I, I can understand that. Like, But the whole reason I brought up the whole Lacey Evans thing is because, like, people – and usually I don't even jump out there like this, but they're like, oh, she's tall and blonde and what Vince is like. I'm like, nah, maybe she's just actually good at what the fuck she does. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe when she, she got called really up, I was like, I was like, oh, she's TV ready. Like certainly yeah. she could have used some more Corbin. seasoning. Like who, who can't? Right. Like she's certainly right. more ready than Nia Jax was uh, when she got called up. And Nia Jax you know, continued to hurt people. Right. I just don't understand you know? this idea that Lacey. Had, I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact it's, 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 it's just tall and blonde. It's like that shouldn't be held against you. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, but Alexa Bliss is the Bellas aren't tall blondes. They weren't tall blondes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So what the right. fuck is that so I shit about? That he's, they're saying, oh, now Vince got one, as if he don't already in Charlotte, but an, another What about one. Alexa Bliss? She's short, you know thing? what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be a tall blonde. Uh, uh, neither is Ronda. I know she's a star, but like... My no, I'm just saying just I think people are, are yeah. reacting because she... You know, he oh now he gets one that he can push or another one again. I want to acknowledge Charlotte is is there yeah. and you know hits those attributes. Um, so um, I contend Charlotte would be hotter if she didn't have those giant fucking implants. Like to um, me, my I don't person, know. I don't like necessarily like that because she's not exactly dragging anything back there, so it looks fucking she's top heavy yeah. and. Her body clearly she doesn't. Bad. She doesn't. No, 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 no. She looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Let me not. Let me let's get. Let me get that point out there. But I just think right. she looks even <laughs> more fantastic if she looked a bit more natural. Again, her body. It's like she's just not fit to have that upper body because you look at her lower body. Like, oh yeah, she ain't. That ain't how yeah. her, her build is naturally. But it's I a little bit. I mean, I like, don't get the implants. Just like they shouldn't just be under her chin. I shouldn't. That's right. The thing. I, I, I was about to say, what do you think you're going to see in Vegas, man? What do you think you're going to see in Vegas? Uh, you, you yeah, gonna, you, I know you're going to go to a strip club. 
At least one. Uh, mm, I, I know thing, Especially not I, I hate super them, fancy, actually, expensive, bullshit, glossy strip clubs like I'm assuming you're going to have in fucking Vegas. What if you get get the hookup? I know homies out there with the hookup, man. I mean, what if it's on them? They still got to throw money. I mean, a hookup, like, oh, yeah, get in. Are you going to give me a fucking hundred bucks to throw? No. So, I'm that nah, not interested. You can sit in the back. What if it's buck night? Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but it's buck night. You can sit back there and have a Budweiser. But anyway, um, you know, uh, I was thinking about Raw, man. You said to weigh uh, Monday, it's a tale of two Raws, and I've been looking at what they're doing. It looked like, and tell me if it kind of looked like this to you or if you can see it. It looked like they're redoing the invasion angle, like they're reimagining it. But this time, like in this world or this universe, uh, this time uh, Vince loses. Like they're doing the invasion angle from within. But because, think about it, Vince McMahon isn't going to go on a fucking TV show or have a press conference and say, I'm stepping down. He's going to do it through a fucking storyline like a weirdo, you know, and have it play out. And I'm thinking the only way it plays out is if Triple H literally dethrones him on TV and that's the end of Vince. Like, we'll hear about him in the back and see him occasionally, but he's... Yeah, I I disagree that that's how... That's how it ends. If Vince goes, if Vince doesn't die and and they take over through those those means, Vince <laughs> is going to step down in an official press conference. Whether it's a television, Vince is going to step down. He can't do it in a story well, story wise because they they got in trouble for that before. They get in trouble when they try to do that kind of stuff. When you mean when he tried to kill himself? Wrestling. That you mean and when they he did blew something himself else. up in that limousine? Yeah, that and I think something else. Uh, with the was it the ousting? Was it the non the non confidence vote that everybody walked out? Yeah, the vote it's of no confidence. No, I think that was Triple H. That was on Triple H. But it, but the but people reacted in turn like in the in the markets and in the business sector and stuff. They like, oh, what's this? Because they're fucking idiots. So you can't do. <laughs> I don't think that happened this time though. I don't. No, no, no I, because I, I don't think they do a storyline. If they do a storyline, it's going to happen. It's guaranteed to happen. Are you kidding? You when even think- more money is on the line at, uh, than it was, you know, five <laughs> or ten or twelve years ago, whatever I'm thinking. No, you you got to be no That's way. Weird. Vince does I, no way. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think about it from a a financial point of view. That dumbass niggas in Wall Street would go, oh shit, he got killed for real. Like mm-hmm. you know, think about sell, it. If, sell, sell. If you react like, what the fuck to you dummy? Like, what is like no, he didn't blow up in a fucking limousine. What's wrong with you? Yeah. They just tell about <laughs> yeah, that's hella weird. Death. Stupid. Dude, that was weird. Remember he walked off you remember the look on his face <laughs> when he walked off? And you just knew some stupid shit was gonna happen. And then like yeah. I forget what happened that same week. I think it was either Benoit or Eddie. It was Benoit. I think it was Benoit. Yeah. Yeah, and he had to come back, and I was like, "You fucking idiot!" We, I was on the phone with my homie. I was like, "Man, you know you're gonna have to come back next week." And then we, like, the next day we found out what happened. It was just crazy. But no, um, with with AEW, um, there's a lot of rumors swirling around and stuff, and it's not necessarily them. Now, the more I think about it, but do you think they come out and seriously just refute a bunch of stuff, kind of like NFL teams, and say, "Hey, look." We're not doing this and we're not doing that because it's a lot of stuff about this person going there, like people saying the Usos, 
are purposely getting trying to get they, fired uh, and stuff like that. Why would AEW say anything like that? That's that would be silly, I just, right? Just because like, I just feel like it's more damaging. Fuel your fucking, you know, your marketing. Like, I think as it's long just as the they're not going out there makes saying, them seem uh, silly. No, what? It's, it makes them seem silly. It's like okay, Travis, like you, you're single, and they they just say like you just trying to get up with any old body, like you know, uh, people who uh, I don't know, people of ill repute. I don't want to really okay. throw somebody out sure. there. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, they just saying, oh, Travis is trying to get up with several people who are not good people at all. This person cheats and this person steals and Travis trying to right. be with all of them. Like, it's just, it's just a lot. You but know, if, their my, name is but if a I'm a personal shit. guy that's just not doing anything, I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Get my name out your mouth. But if I'm a company trying to get as much exposure as I can in the months before I launch a TV, no. Fuel the speculation. In ways that don't get you in trouble legally. I keep all that shit going as long yeah. as possible. Yeah, oh yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Aki Bono's coming out of sumo, sumo retirement. Coming, whatever. <laughs> Fucking, I don't care how stupid the dumbass rumor or whatever it is. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty uh, ridiculous out there. I mean, I like Brock. and I mean, if, if I'm Brock, if, I'm, if you Brock, would you even listen to AEW? Would you? I mean, I guess I do. Yeah, I don't care. They, off, they got money. They backed by real money. The fuck? Well, if anything, if anything, no, it'll help you in your next deal with Vince. They wouldn't let like uh, prestige wrestling prestige to dominate whether they t- take offers from somebody. Hell yeah, they take. They I don't know, man. Vince offers. does weird shit. I don't know if they would. But I'm just saying Vince does a lot of weird shit, so not every question is necessarily geared towards them, but just maybe shit that he has done. Because well, um, he's just weird like that. I mean, you know, he just talked about how this nigga blew himself up in a limousine and played that. So, I mean, you know, like, I don't never – my point being is these guys are in charge. You don't know what they might have in store. Uh, my last thing is uh, the Ty Dillinger signing. <laughs> or not signing the release or whatever he asked for his release. <laughs> what do you think was the look on Wade's face when he heard that shit? The look on whose face? Wade, because you know he can't stand uh, Ty Dillinger. Oh, I, I didn't know that. And you haven't noticed? I don't care about the look. What are you I don't know. No, um, no, I'm saying well. I was like, who gives a fuck? I was like, fuck that guy. My man, uh, Arizona Soul, had the best had the best response to his little dumbass fucking Twitter. Well, not dumbass, whatever. He was just saying, hey, I'm ask, I asked for my release and yeah, blah, blah, blah. He was just saying his piece. Why do you do that? He was, like, <laughs> he was like, maybe if you stay. He goes, so my man, Arizona, uh, 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 goes, maybe if you... Uh, Maybe if you worked a little harder and stayed off social media, you would have uh, you'd have made it or some shit. Because that's the same Ooh, shit he said to wild. fucking Nia Jax. And he oh he he's like he tweeted that that was a part of his tweet. His tie. Oh uh, yeah, that's right, right, tweet. right, right. Maybe if you worked a little harder and stayed off the fucking Twitter, you fuck. No, yeah, it was fuck Ty Dillinger ever since then. And it wasn't and I wasn't even the biggest Ty Dillinger fan, but certainly after that I was like, oh no 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 fuck this guy. Well, yeah, like Ty Dillinger to um to to like to Wade Keller, he's like the Lacey Evans. Like people just he was shitting on he he'll just shit on it. 
He was just shit on uh, Ty Dillinger, man. He was like, yeah, all right, but fuck him, fuck his gimmick. I was like, damn, okay. Like, I mean, but then again, the 10 gimmick, it, you know, it's whatever. I mean, I, do you think that he could be somebody in AEW? Nope. I knew he'd be exactly where he is now. Not on TV and now apparently not going to be with the company much longer. So, so when you think, okay, so they get a Ty Dillinger. Like when certain shit gets over guys. in NXT, you have to know that this won't make it on the main stage. Like, right? Like, this is a this is an Orlando favorite. This is a full sale thing. They like this guy. They like the 10-10-10 stuff. Some stuff you go, this will translate. Like, you knew Bobby Roode. Like, oh, this glorious stuff will will translate. They yeah. dropped the ball on Bobby Roode. But certainly the gimmick of Bobby, of glorious and the lights and the song and all that would get over. Heavy machinery. It's like a little more vague. It's like, hey, this certainly has potential to get over, but it certainly could fucking shit to bed uh, as well. But Ty Dillinger, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know who the fuck thinks that's gonna. Unless you're just like, oh no, this guy will be in the lower card and maybe you know make it to the fucking second tier, and it'll be a big deal when that happens. Title. Yeah. And then make it a big deal, but that, that's fine. I'm not knocking. No, certainly, people know are, are, uh, have their limits, and I certainly think that that's yeah. where he was limited to. But again, when he reveals that I he's mean, a I, fucking yeah. piece of shit, and, and it's easier to be I, like, no, oh, I, fuck it. I ask because uh, world, you know, there it is. It's not going to be everybody from WWE or whatever, or from any any company, isn't going to be you know just a Dean Ambrose or this blockbuster acquisition. So, I mean, as the, what happens when you amass enough, it's so so many mediocre, like uh, uh, Mike Canellis. Like, he's about at the same level as, uh, uh, well, he's higher than Ty Dillinger, but like, um, uh, Mike Canellis, you think same he's thing? He's higher because he's on TV. It's on 205. He was on 205 Live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's on 205, but he's at least oh, right. something. Uh, Ty Dillinger isn't. Last time Ty Jones was on TV, got his <clears throat> finger broken. I think that was because you of an injury. He... It wrote him no, off, it was but... uh, Randy uh, Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton broke his fucking finger. <laughs> That's the last oh. time. Yeah, that was great. The last time we saw him. That's what I'm saying. But I think that was because they were writing him off because he was actually oh. yeah. like real deal injured. So they gave him a TV injury. I hope he don't end up like uh, Austin Aries. You know, Austin Aries start bitching about uh, pay-per-view points or whatever. And uh, then his ex girlfriend married Adolph the Black, so yeah. I hope he, I hope him and Peyton are cool, or else he's gonna be out there salty as hell in AEW. So I'm just saying, if you look at it like that. But no, I was just uh, so. Do you uh, last thing? Do you think that they're uh, a mediocre act, a bunch of uh, mediocre acquisitions to kind of work against them in the long run, or no? Uh, work against AEW? Uh, AEW, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, mm, no. I mean, like how many Mike Canellises and, and, and fucking Ty Dillages can you sign? Yeah, I think the better question is how many, like you said, how many John Moxley's can you sign? I mean, you know, Dean Ambrose's can you sign? There ain't too many of them out there, so you're going to have to settle for. Ty Dillinger and try to turn people into stars, but that's 
Ugh. That's how it works. <laughs> I mean, Ty Ugh. fucking Dillinger, but you know. <laughs> I, I feel you, but uh. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's all I got, man. Um, uh, hopefully, talk to you more about uh, double or nothing and shit in the future, man. It'll be good to meet you out there and stuff. You, Rich, and Craig. Uh, I think I'm actually right? doing something that weekend. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna be able to link up. Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Talk to you. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's, uh, damn, 337. I didn't even peep you down there, but we got to get the mic. Who's 337? Where's 337? Hey, where'd they go? Oh, they took their hand off, so maybe they didn't want to get on anyway. So, all right, Mike, uh, Mike in Brooklyn. What's going on, man? What up? What's going on? How you doing? What, you walking through the snow, Mike? No, I was actually pushing my um my bin, my garbage bin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's snowing, I assume, because I saw some people in Philly uh, snowed out. Yeah. So I figured. It yeah. actually slowed down. It was nasty, though. Nasty. Nasty. I, I, I went out, out there. <clears throat> this afternoon and uh, <laughs> went to the comic book shop. Got my car, had my jacket on, like a my like spring polo jacket on, fall jacket. And uh you know, I was driving, I had my hat on too. I had to take my jacket off at the red light, like, yo, what the fuck? So Yeah, the, yeah, it's like it was like seventy seventy eight degrees today, so Oh, that's beautiful you know, out there. You know how that be. <laughs> well the craziness about Yeah, back up. Back up north tomorrow. I think he's supposed to be in the fifty, if I am mistaken. Oh, for this oh damn! Okay. Yeah, he's jumping back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, so um, pretty much. I mean, like listening to you away Monday night and listen, you know, so you know all the callers and things of that nature. Like everybody's in, you know, concurrent. As far as you know, that the type of show of all was. I mean, the good thing that came out of it, of course, we got to see you know the NXT talent get called, you know, called up. But it should have been more grandiose. But as I look at it, it's a seventy-four year old man who don't know what he's doing anymore, and it's like a cry for help. And <laughs> a cry for help. <laughs> Cry for help. This man is, is like we discussed last week. He's lost it. He don't have any sense of direction. Like this is the first time in a long time like we have like clear no clear path except for one or two, three things. Too many. Think about it, Trav. This, the, the, I don't think the card is together yet. The whole yeah, this card. isn't the first year it. of that. Like, not even close. It's, it's this has been more the case. I mean, we, I mean and more times. I, I mean, we've. It's been. It's. It's felt different because Roman Reigns has been there the last four years. To, you know, we knew he was going to be in the main event, in some capacity. But that's about it, though. 
everything else, it was, it was, uh, I don't think it was, a, it was a ton of continuity. I don't think in January, February, and March, we were like, oh yeah, this is, this is where we're headed. Except that one thing and that one person that was Roman Reigns. Right. <clears throat> I mean, from a continuity standpoint, we wouldn't figure that, but, you know, on paper and reading, you know, torches for decades and observers like Wade and you know Dave they would pretty much have you know at least from you know match one to seven you know pretty I mean some you know things change but from what I'm reading and understanding they have no clear idea what the you know where they're going with anything aside from you know Ronda Becky Charlotte you know, Rollins, uh, which I Rock. think is the clearest indication for somebody who's you know might be in denial about uh, their their skills as a as a storyteller, as a promoter, or whatever. <clears throat> He's always been, for the most part, able to get things together in January and kind of uh, you know WrestleMania season was. Even if the ratings didn't do so great, you know, a few years out of the last five, it was, it was, you know, they told decent stories and we got there. If he can't even do that, you know, if you yeah, can't get it together for three months of the year and put together something like blockbuster and meaningful and, you know, some crossover appeal and, you know, all those things that come with WrestleMania. Yeah. Then but it's he's like got to say to himself, like, fam, like, I, I can't do this no more, man. Yeah, but it's time to look in the mirror. Happen. It's time to look in the mirror. The chickens have come home to roost. You have no more Attitude Era. You know, w, Nitro, you know, ECW guys, you can go to anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, while we pretty much, you know what I'm saying, look at the, the Roman thing and feel bad for his, you know, leukemia and shit like that, this all is on the heels of them, well, not wasting, but not properly presenting everybody else or getting somebody ready aside from him, you know, for the past five, six years or whatever. You know what I mean? Not, and failing you know, miserably in the process. Failing miserably, stop, start pushing, fifty-fifty booking, like it's just it's, it's just ridiculous, and, and and it's like now you got yourself in the whole bind because you don't know where to go, you know, with these guys, you can't place these guys, so what do you do? You panic and you rush up all the NXT guys, you know. Yeah. Well, so well, you speaking of. Real quick, Mike Gargano and uh, yeah. and Velveteen are having the fucking craziest. It's been like eighteen false finishes, like credible match. Oh, this is it, and they're kicking out of everything. Like it's almost absurd at this point, especially for TV. Yeah. Like, okay, if this is a takeover, like all right, but they've literally Crazy. both kicked out of at least four or five. We've seen at least eight or ten legit 
top rope finisher, big time flip, kick super, you know, finishers that they kicked out of at least eight or ten times. Uh, there's only a few minutes left in this hour, so this, this match got to be coming yeah. to an end soon. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out when I get home. Um, yeah. But yeah, my thing is, like I said, yeah, he's in panic mode. He's scared. He's shaking. Like, you see this phoenix rising up out of the ashes of the, you know, Monday Night War, out of 2001. So he's very afraid. Like, they can act like they ain't. Oh, my God. Velva fucking teen. This better be it. Boom. This got to be Yeah, I think he's going to be. There we go. I think he's going to be pretty happy. So did you get the big announcement? What was that? On uh, NXT, the Dusty oh, Classic. Oh, that was the title. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. He did it. Yeah, wow. Dusty Classic. Damn, look at Ciampa looking on. Wow, I didn't need damn that. Damn. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Obligation. Okay, he's talking about Gargano. So, all right. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I know. I know. It was fun to watch. And if you read up, they already got spoilers up for. Um, nah, man. I don't know. No, no, no. Chill, chill, chill. Nah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it basically is, the announcement tonight. Dusty Classic, and I believe the winners, they get um, a a tag title shot at them, take over Brooklyn. Okay. Unique teams in there. So, yeah. And who's the uh, undisputed era tag champs? Um, War Raider. War Raider, that's right, that's right. Oh, yeah, the War Machine, a.k.a. War Raider. Mm-hmm. So whoever they go out there with, they're gonna have a chick ass match. Ho 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 ho! Now I just want to, because last time this happened, I want to, I want to get too excited. But eight four five just put put their hand up like they want to get on air. And <clears throat> I think you've been listening long enough, Mike. You know what that would mean. You know, up up. Never mind. See, see, I knew, I knew, I knew it was too good to be true. I know it. Will he put his hand back now? Mm-hmm. It must have been an accident. Yeah. And I want to be like, fuck you then, 845. But I'm not going to, you know, yeah, he's he's loyal. And also, <laughs> did, you, did you pick up but, yeah. on this today, Sly? They got our boy, our boy Chris Thor Hemsworth playing yeah, Hulk, Hulk. About that the, um, I don't know if he can be yeah. considered the best Chris now. Like I give the Chris Evans people, they you know like, hey, he might be Chris Evans might be the best Chris. Because Chris, so what's, so what's your? I probably Hemsworth. missed that. You know, you guys talking about it. Like, what's your take on it? It's just corny. He, this is a, oh, so this is the birth of Hulkamania, and they're not going to tell the interesting stories that people want to hear. The sex, drugs, and rock and roll, or if they do, it's going to be. As soon as I said that, I was like, it's going to be the Hogan biography, autobiography, or the Hogan book 
written by Bischoff, and then Cam was like, "Yeah, Bischoff's an executive producer." I'm <laughs> like, "Son of a bitch, definitely is." Well, I, I hear Bradley Cooper also has something to do with that too, and I hear Whatever. he's definitely digging. I heard they sent them out a new draft of, you know, the script for um the Pandemonium movie, and uh, I heard he's digging it, and I heard this draft. Got everything in it from the um the ninety two the ninety two Roy scandals and you know all that shit everything. Yeah, but that's not going to be a WWE movie. <laughs> nah, yes it is. Um, it'll have Vince will have his print on it because it's a Vince bio is a Vince biopic. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Pandemonium. So I'm praying to God, you know, that they, you know, everything this movie goes into production, and that'll I mean, also take his ass. You know. Yeah, that'll it's also tough. take him on. No, from a standpoint, hoping that that that'll take his ass away from production yeah. meetings and being involved with creative. Man, when Mike was like, I can't wait till the XFL start. I'm like, for what? He said, because that means Vince gonna be thinking about other shit and gonna be uh. Yeah. We don't have time for Raw and keep his eye on that and SmackDown. And exactly. It's like funny how 20 years ago when he did the XFL in 01, it was a bad thing when he left and took his eye off the ball. Now right. it's like, no way, things can get better. Did you hear about um? Did you hear about their competition though? That shit might be. That shit might. That party might be over before it started. What? That AFF league. With uh, Ember Saul's son. Oh, yeah, we talked a little bit about it last week. Yeah, I heard they couldn't even make fucking payroll this week. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's bad yeah, over there. So, just, just like XFL, the first week got a big splash. Yeah. Week two. Ray Jones died second week, and I heard dudes ain't even get paid for the first week yet. I mean, all those investors that they had, they fell through. I heard they did some sneaky shit and sold the company for $250 million already. Damn. Yeah. So <laughs> that went down. Didn't do the, uh, <laughs> do his XFL thing. <laughs> yeah, so that thing, so that opens things up for Vince to go over there and pay more attention to the football league and all that shit. But I must say, you know, although it was a bit, you know, it had bizarre last night too, I will say that last night showcased another NXT guy that seemed like more of a better fit on SmackDown. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, the only thing that completely worked without a, it was, the, was the Ricochet thing when he came out and saved Finn and had the tag match. That was great. Rick, yeah, Ricochet is gone, like. Rick, ricochet is gone. Like you, Ricochet is gone. I'm quite sure Vince probably took a look at him. I mean, he, you know, he ain't as tall, but it's, 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 it's like he just has budding star. Like to me, he has like that charisma and that star power and like something fresh. Like when you first saw Sting, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, you know, when you first paid attention to Sting back in 88, not saying, you know, that they know where, you know, 
near each other, you know, as far as ring wise, you know, Ricochet is light years ahead of Sting in the ring, but he just has that freshness and that, you know, like you, you know, you're looking at a superstar in the making. Like, providing he stays healthy and things of that nature, and they follow through with the push. Like, dude, dude is out of here. Dude, dude is fish grease. So, um, what's your take, Travel? I don't know. Y'all probably spoke about it in the first hour and a half. Like, how do you feel about the whole DX getting, you know, inducted into the Hall of Fame? I mean, the best thing about it is, you know, China gets in. So, but beyond that, I don't really give a <laughs> You know, like whatever. It's the WWE Hall of Fame, so. Right. I would have thought they would induct the NWO first. <laughs> well, no. They would get their guys in first. Yeah, it's all but about you know, NWO is pretty much the template and the catalyst for DX. If it wasn't for so, you know those guys, I don't think it would be a DX. Sure, and all that. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I just, I don't I don't revere the NWO or that time in wrestling like like a lot of people do. I, I think it's especially you know twenty goddamn years of hindsight. It's like yeah no that was a fucking piece of garbage that like totally fucking ruined everything and killed. Yeah, wrestling. I mean what's so yeah it NWO. started out as a cool as a cool thing, but it ended oh, up like. It, it you know, it's like as soon as you let Vincent in or Buff Bagwell, done. But it, I don't like. I don't understand how how people allowed how that was fine to have all these bullshit ass people in the group. Like everybody, NWO, and who gives a fuck? And then I look like, at I one of the old and all those original. You know, like oh no, totally cool. But like a year later, when yeah. And I was looking at one of these old, you know, specials on the network, and they, and, and Big Show pretty much said the same thing. He's like, what happens when, shit, everybody starts getting beat up by the NWO? What happens after that? Everybody want to be a part of the NWO. Now it's about, you know, you got four limos pulling up, and now you got 30 guys standing in the ring every Monday night with T-shirts and shades on, you know, elbowing each other out of position just to get camera time. And that's where they went wrong. And you had been the you all red and black. You had Latino world order. You had, you know what I mean, this one, NWO New Japan. You had, like, that's, it just got out of control. And did you hear about, um, Bagwell talking about uh, Bischoff wanted him to do an angle where he allegedly had died in the plane crash. <laughs> no. What yeah, hell? he was. Um, this is after um, they say after Halloween Havoc '98, um, Bischoff had pitched an idea to him for him to um fake his death in the plane crash. It was pretty much, you know, quote-unquote work, uh, work the boys type situation. Like, let's oh, try to work the boys. You can't do that when somebody's death. You can't fake a death working the boys. Oh, that would have been, been the... I think that would have been the most tasteless and fucking whacked out shit since 
I'm assuming Bagwell said no. Well, he act, no, he's actually with it. Like he was on um, so Dave, they, uh, the old the old oh, announcer Dave Penzer. Yeah, he was on his podcast, and he was actually telling his wife at the time, his parents, and everybody that, you know, what you about to see, this is just, you know, this is just work. You know what I mean? But in hindsight, Bishop shut the idea down, which he couldn't have done it faster. But that was fucking dumb. Yeah, whoever I assume that Turner got to him and said, "Nope, you're not putting that on our TV. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that on our television." That's just yeah, cause that yeah, that was just the dumbest shit ever. That was just dumb. So, Trap, um, switch channels for a second from wrestling. Have you have you checked out any other um Titans on that DC Universe um network? Nah, I don't watch that. I don't have that. Um, I don't have not, that streaming service, but I I doubt I would. Uh, like, there's a reason I don't have that streaming service. I got every goddamn else, everything else. Yeah. So I well, I hear it ain't uh, too bad. I think I think the first yeah, episode like, and now we I think then Rich they all watched it and you know, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's got its uh its merits. I just don't need another show. And like I yeah. say, weekend and week, I still ain't seen an episode of Flash or Supergirl this year. I can't want well, to add a new thing, it's another superhero show, just to kind of like, nah. If I didn't watch that, I'd watch, you know, shit, I ain't seen the second half of season one of Black Lightning. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, yeah, so there's stuff I need to already watch, and that's just another, I don't care for much for DC. Uh, I got the one that Wonder Twins book me and Rich talked about earlier. Uh, oh, okay. Think, yeah, he said it was real good. He read it. Um, we'll talk about the MVIP. Um, nah, but to me, for some reason, Naomi book. Naomi, she's uh, she's a Bendis creation. Um, and book issue one was fucking fantastic, Mike. She's this teenage girl, high school girl, and she uh. Superman and somebody, I forget who the hell the villain he was facing. She lives in this small town in Oregon where they don't see that kind of shit. And Superman and Homeboy yeah. crash in her town, you know, having a fight. And uh, and she missed it. And she just starts doing her little investigation. And I guess it's really intriguing about something happened 17 years ago. Like at the end of the book, she's like, wait, that was the year, that was when I was adopted. And the guy looks at him and he's like, I know. So you're like, it's like, to be continued. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, so that's like another Wonder Comics book. So under DC, since Bendis got there, they've started or restarted Jinx World. That's what he does. Pearl and and Scarlet. They're like pretty heavy books. Mm-hmm. Scarlet, like this anti-government, running from the government woman. I don't know. They killed. It was super cliched, so I didn't get. I didn't when it was when I had to pick between that or Pearl. Pearl's like some. Asian teenage tattoo artist, assassin chick. <laughs> so I think she's his answer to she's his DC Jessica Jones Pearl. Right. So right. This is a real dark. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm actually kinda, going to Midtown Comics um Saturday to you know pick up a couple things. And also, this book I picked up out of um 
Barnes and Nobles is a, um is called the Professional Wrestling Comic Book, the history of pro wrestling. Like this is pretty mm. good. Like when my, when my mom was having the surgery, I I um pretty much read it uh, last okay. week. So it's a pretty pretty decent read. It's, you know, on the, on the history of. I don't know. I think yeah, I've heard um, of that. I've heard people, you know, talk yeah. about that. But if you I mean, wanna, it, if you want, like I said, a couple number ones that Naomi booked the Wonder Twins. Uh, I haven't read the Wonder right. Twins yet. But everybody says it's good. Rich said it was really good. Uh, Naomi's good, but Prodigy and Self Made. I think you've been hearing us talk about it the last three months. They're on issue. You've been talking about self made. My man, my boy Mark, shout out Mark. You've been talking about that prodigy and self made. So I'm I got some okay. I got some I'm glad things it's to go pick up. Yeah, people will recognize it. Because they're both like yeah. so far again, they're three issues in the piece. They came out they come out the same week, the same day every month. Uh or the same week every month. But yeah, they're yo the <laughs> That goddamn Ed Crane of the the Prodigy dude, he is man. <laughs> he just yeah. I mean, I'll let you figure it. Out. I'll let you have, have you know. You'll go on that journey, but yeah, that's that's yeah. We're gonna talk about definitely. you tonight in VIP. So, but all right, Mike, yeah. man, appreciate you. All right, my guy. So I'll see you next week. Definitely. All right, let's. Uh... Get our last caller on for the evening. Let's bring Darrell on from Georgia. Let's go ahead and uh, get him on here. Darrell, what's happening? What's going on, Trav? Damn, ain't nobody to say what's going on, too. <laughs> yeah, just me. Not a thing, man. Just in, just seeing him uh, rolling. Where? Rolling up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listening to you guys, man, just came from the gym too, so. Okay. Um, talk about what I tweeted you earlier a little bit. I know Colin had said that it was up to 12%. Yeah, that's true. They was right. They had those type of numbers before, like right at the post um, rumble. They they was around the same numbers they were at post rumble, but they lost 20% of the audience. <laughs> By the time the third hour hit, so they lost more people than they did last week, and they ended less people than they did last but the week. The argument is so, they had more people to lose, though, right? Yeah, but that's because of that's the boost for the post pay per view. You got to think about that also. They, they always okay. get that bump in people after pay per view. That's why I said they was at the numbers that they got after the Royal Rumble. But they continue to decrease and lose more people throughout the whole show, week to week. Last week it was five hundred thousand. This week it was close to seven. Mm. You see, like I was telling yeah. you last week, every week that that number starts to get higher and higher. Right, and like I said earlier to whoever's trying to give maybe some credit to the NXT guys, like yeah, no, unless. Uh... Those numbers are different, which it doesn't sound like they are. And so that's just a normal kind of, uh, yeah. Honestly, it's not like people were were jumping on because they they saw on social media or their friends text them, "Hey, Champa and Gargano on 
<laughs> Raw tonight. Yeah, just you know the um the post pay per view bump. I think you and Wade has spoke about it, and I because Wade was like, I don't feel like it's gonna be a bump from the pay per view. It's, it's it was the usual bump, not a big bump anyway. <laughs> it wasn't a big bump from what they lost from last week. Not really, you know what I'm saying? So, and they still lost more people than they did the week before. So. Just a bad trend um, going around. Mm-hmm. And um, the Alexa Bliss, she won her first two titles with the um, that move salt. I mean, first two and first three. Then she got hurt, and then she stopped doing it. She chose to stop doing it. Right, and isn't she that had what a we post on Instagram about that? That's that's kind of what we agreed agreed on earlier. I mean, without yeah. the detail, yeah. winning the title. I know it, um, you um um. Rick um, said um, you were telling Rich to um, let you know that I need to um, say where I got that from. Got that from, you know, her IG post. Oh, her IG uh, post back in. Okay, yeah. Yeah, follow her because, you know, I follow her on IG. Did you say why? She didn't on say that big ass team. She don't want to run the risk of, you know, she that kind of shit. She didn't say why, you know. She didn't really say oh. why, you know. Wait, 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 wait. I don't understand. Why do you make the post? And say I'm not going to be doing this move, this finisher, no, I'm just this. Saying, it was like a, you know, like a live, and people were asking, asking questions. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was a specific post of like uh, you know no. that you can go back to now. Oh, if it was just a live and she's just answering questions, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To it. And you know, just chose. And I, that's understandable because like people say. Like when you talk to somebody like Hogan and stuff like that, who tell you about the leg drop, or not even Hogan, just certain people, and they talk about movesets. They wish they had certain movesets because the wear and tear on your body. Mm-hmm. Slamming on your knees every night, and uh, you know, for a long period of time, yeah. messes you up after a while. So, yeah, I'm sure it's not. Uh... It's not, uh, but again, I mean, it's just yeah. But when people think of it, it's like, oh, it's just a moonsault, or it's just a half, you know, half backflip, or whatever she does. Yeah, but, but yeah, you know, and stuff like that. Um, uh, is concussions an issue with a move like that? I don't know. I don't know. I think but it's more I, like you know, your body slamming you know, down. You know, you're, you know, I can imagine if you have hips. Hip it or hip it, knee or feet issues, that that probably wouldn't be wouldn't be great. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't understand because I didn't understand how to fly here, but I it caused a lot of concussions too. I don't need when I thought you really didn't hit, you didn't really hit the head all the way. You're in total con- just like everything, most things I should say in wrestling, or or a lot of things. You you as the guy diving off the thing are. Are in control. You don't actually have to use your head as a wet. You just. I, I never bought fully, but but Charlie uh, Harley Race says he wish, and he just did the standing. But I think he actually used his fucking head as a weapon instead of pulling back and not really like connecting or connecting very lightly. He was probably slamming his big dumb head into people's chest. But I think when a Brian yeah. or Benoit or something was doing it off the top, I was just like, I guess anytime you're using your head and it's the lead thing, you, there's the risk of it. Even if it's a little, 
if, even if it's just a jar, just a little jar, doing that over and over again, you know, 15 years, like, uh, you know, it could add up. And I don't want to, I'm not discounting <laughs> Harley Race, certainly. <laughs> but I always thought, yeah. isn't there a thing to do with diving head? But why is it so, so dangerous? But it's not dangerous because of the one time that you can, you know, you know, clock yourself or knock yourself out. It's just the idea of doing that over and over. And I guess they, Brian did it because it's fine if the guy moves. Because again, that's just a flat bump from, you know, happens to be from the top rope, but big deal. You get your hands up and yeah. you don't go face but, but to the mat. But you see, people yeah. tell him they don't want him doing it at all. And, you know, I see a lot of people who do top rope moves that they land flat, even if they miss all the time, people say that they suffer from concussion. So <laughs> I'm just assuming that I just put that in there also, even you though you're doing do, the moonsault. If you can't do a diving headbutt that's, that, 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 that you're never going to hit, like he, he's like living off the memory of it now. Like So say he never hits it anymore, and you can't do that effect safely, then you shouldn't be wrestling. Like, if you're worried about concussions with a guy not hitting a hit, but just taking that. I mean, what the fuck? But it's the same thing if Uso or, or, or somebody uh, does a top rope splash and the guy rolls out of the way. It's the same thing. You just take that flat face bump. It just happens to be coming from the top rope. What are you talking about, football? It's just like um, a football thing, though. Like, like they said with Michael Vick. You know, he used to get – you, Eagle fan, you should remember. One play, he got hit in his leg and he grabbed his head. <laughs> I could see yeah. they always bring up that play. And, um, you know, <laughs> that's because he punched drunk. You know, been hit some – and, you know, had concussion so many times that, you that know – little jar, yeah. Yeah, that jar. So, after she done had him and she's – if she wasn't the ones that suffer from them, I guess that would be a reason why you don't, you know, you choose not to do them type of moves. Yeah. Certainly, yeah, so. but if you can't that, take a jar, one. you shouldn't be a fucking wrestler. You can't be a wrestler. Your entire job is to have your bar- body jarred in various ways. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That's, that's like true. wanting to be an Olympic... You know, or a, or or, or a, a, not even Olympic, but that's like wanting to be a diver and like going, yeah, I want to do that, but can you keep my face from getting wet? Like I don't like my head going under the water. Like, <laughs> like you no, know, those those things don't don't go. Yeah, that's true. Then I heard y'all talking about Kofi. Um, I hope I hope Kofi. Um, to be honest. I want Kofi to win the title, but I hope he don't win the title at all fast lane because I wish that they can push it out longer to WrestleMania and he can get that uh, moment at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, totally. I just don't like it framed like that. I don't, somebody else said it in an email, like at this moment. But they also got ways that they can, they, they, they got ways that they can do it. Because yeah, no, 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 totally. I just don't have the new day like the framing, the phrasing. He needs, you know, so he can get his moment. No, I want him to win the title at WrestleMania. I know that. Everything's implied. I know that also. Yeah. But I was just thinking of the storyline purpose. 
Well, you can implement, you know, how would it be, um, how amazing would it be that Kofi wins the title and New Day um, get the tag team titles back? You get to see an awesome New Day, uh, Uso, another match at WrestleMania with time and stuff like that. And at the end of um, maybe you get Kofi and the New Day and in all their glory with all the titles on SmackDown. And, and mm-hmm. you can say like a new era. That was just a storyline that came up in my head in fantasy booking. And, you know, you can have a faction wars or something until, until the end of, you know, something like that. Or three ways, for, uh, since they live in three ways. Um, I know I heard y'all talking about um, a little bit about Charlotte, Ronda, them, and how it looks this week. Uh, I really still not feeling it. I always feel like an undefeated champion should be beaten one-on-one, no matter what. And I, I want to see them do somebody like, if this was Undertaker Street still going, they want to put Bron, uh, Brock and Roman in the match against Taker, <laughs> the um the end the streak, you know. So right, yeah. Could you imagine Undertaker not getting pinned and the streak's over? <laughs> hmm. And how can you say you're the better person? How can going off of how much they're killing Becky's character in this whole thing? Because you don't even feel the heat and intensity week by week. It seems like it's going away. I understand people talk about Charlotte um, being a heel, but she could be a heel and finally be uh, put as a heel and also <laughs> be doing something else where you done killed the SmackDown title. But how can Becky feel like she the man when you didn't beat the person one-on-one? You didn't put in all the work to beat Ronda. <laughs> I guess Charlotte going to put in some of that work. And for people to say, well, just be happy that you're getting her in the match. Well, well if you go, that's no, 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 that's, that's what it's for. That's, that's the whole suspension. So when we get a triple threat, we go, phew, instead of bitching that it's a triple threat, we're just glad she's in the match. Um, yeah, but that's a stupid argument and stupid storytelling, too. And that will um, go with what I was um, telling you about last week when I said no, 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 no. that well, hold, that hold that thought. If you can come back at extreme or yeah whatever's in may for and before say ronda's going away but if she does if that's how you get a rematch if say becky pins charlotte to win the title becky shouldn't be satisfied with that and certainly ronda's not going to you know so then they can come back with a match one-on-one match to main event uh extreme rules yeah, I mean, that I would really be nice. think that might be another part of rationale why, why having, uh, why have Charlotte well, I can't even give them the benefit of the doubt anymore because Vince them can't book anymore. Vince them not a book and tell a cohesive, smart story to make you feel about it and, and stuff like that. So, it, I don't even see that working. It, you know what I'm saying? So. It would be nice if they could tell a story and, and if they were telling a good story now. Just like with, um, I know Seth's been hurt, but I said, I was saying this to some people earlier. I think I even said this to you that even though you got Seth in the match and him being hurt kind of helped hurting them booking that story, but he still always feel like the little brother to, um, to Roman. He always feel like Roman Reigns' little brother. 
and in the long run, that's going to hurt the story because for him to feel like a superstar, like I, I gave the example, you got to be like Kobe and Shaq. You got to want to take the team yourself. You got to completely separate yourself from them other people or the other person who was considered the star and, and make yourself that way. And I still always feel like Seth was a better heel than he was um, he was um, a baby face because of how his voice sounds and how he can look sometimes. Yo, I his fucking like that old chuckle. Remember he had that chuckle down for it. <laughs> she was fucking heelish as hell. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I, I And he I, was I, killing I, the show. Yeah. yeah, and he was killing the show when he was on every almost so many segments. And people weren't getting upset that he was on these segments because he was a heel. He played the best chicken um, chicken as heel than anybody that I've seen them put that on in the past four or five years with the J&J security and all that other stuff. So I'm like, that's why I prefer to see him as, but um, other than that, I, I will hear y'all say some other stuff. Um, I know y'all were talking about that football league, the um, AFL, and how it could make payroll and stuff like that. But I, I, I um, move that into wrestling. This is what I'm, I'm saying when people talk about all elite wrestling. Like, I'm, I'm, people don't um, – don't look at the whole business in and once you start the business. Like, okay, you can take something as a good thing, like you selling out in less than two hours all your tickets and stuff like that for a show, and you're only doing shows every eight months. But once you start running the business and you got to make payroll week to week, and that means you got to have money coming in. Um, it's a difference. That's why you can't scream. It's a, they having a success just because they signing people and everybody want to give them favorable um, coverage because it's, it's what's up, and it's, and that's what's up for the hardcore people. But you got to think, but you got to also let these people know the hardships that's coming up. Like a lot of these indie wrestlers that they have have copyright infringement type of stuff. <laughs> and once you go on live national TV, you can't do that stuff. And indie wrestling fans think that you're gonna see that them copyright infringement stuff. The music that they use that you got to pay for and all yes, that extra bill. Wait, 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 wait. What indie fan in twenty goddamn nineteen or twenty twenty is going to be like? Why aren't they playing Enter the Sandman? Whatever. No, they're going to go. Listen, oh, listen what yeah. they say about. Um, listen what they say about when. Um, how they how they feel about some of these guys when they come to WWE? Why they can't do this? Why they don't have, let them keep that music? They say that today. Well, then <laughs> when, you ignore them because they're WWE. like like you should know the answer to that. And why just don't waste your time? I, I uh, understand that idiot, but that's what drives their fandom. That's why they like the stuff outside of um, the mainstream stuff more than they like the uh, mainstream things. That's what that's all I'm saying. Then once they get that, then you're going to start seeing them talking about, man, I don't like this. AAF or whatever is going on with that football. Because history just isn't on the the side of that argument. In, in, In pro sports, America is a number one league and a number one league only. Right? 
it's the NFL, it's the MLB, it's with the everything, business too. With everything it's in with America. That's how it is. That's it. Except wrestling. Except even national wrestling. There's been, it's obvious that people will accept two and three and, you know, as many major league t- wrestling stuff that can do business and survive and get TV. If there there is an audience that will sustain that. So the idea that AEW is uh, they're num- they're 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 going to have then people aren't going to show up and go oh this is just minor league stuff number one because I trust they won't look like a minor league deal they'll be fine aesthetically and and all production wise but then two people are going to they're going to have they have a fan base already they ain't put on a TV show yet so these people aren't going to. They're not going to nosedive two weeks later, a week late after their first, you know, their debut. Um, a, 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 the football thing, like, it's a curiosity. It's an oddity. It's like, hey, what's this going to be like? Oh, that's what it's like. It's not the best football in the world. No, I want the best football in the world. I'll win the goddamn September. They didn't choose to pay they didn't choose to pay people. They, everybody they signed. Uh, regardless of all, they were going to go pay them. Comparing the AEW to 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 them is just like no. I just don't think history's on the side of that argument. Like no history, people will support a number two wrestling company and support them heavy, and maybe even turn them into a number one. I'm not saying that that will happen, but you know, it has. Yeah, we're talking about WCW. That's the only um, national one because. Wrestling was only not went national in the eighties when um, WWE do, did it, and they were number one for the longest. Then WCW did it. And ECW, did ECW, it ECW in, um, late, you know, like late ni- um, early nineties, and they struggled off. They struggled off top until Eric Bischoff came in, and they had that few years of um. Yeah, no, Terrell, of, we of all good, of WCW and pro wrestling in the nineties. My point is, it happened. And just because it happened, you know, uh, but my point is people will accept a number two and a number three and maybe even a number four national wrestling promotion. They're not going to do that with football or baseball or, or, or basketball or most mostly it won't be super successful. They won't be running in the black, you know, and comfortably playing their people all the time. But wrestling, you can do that. Even in the eighties, when wrestling was went national and there was syndicated TV, you know there was wrestling on some in some markets. There was wrestling on, uh, you know, like six hour blocks on Saturdays and Sundays. Like there was just nothing but every kind of all kinds of wrestling from all over the country, and people watched it. It was it was successful until they just overdid it. Everybody had a syndicated wrestling show, but like anything, you know, if it kept it was stayed in check. They could have, that model could have, uh, but they, that that model wasn't meant to last. So, but but, but we're talking. Oh different. no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but they can be done. And my my overall point is, I just don't think AEW should be compared to some football no, I'm, league. Some I'm, football I'm not league. saying I'm not saying it, it as it not being able to. I'm just saying this is some of the stuff that you run into, and people don't put awareness on it all the time don't put awareness on it all the time. So you put a you put expectation. I think that was um what do we call it? Um 
and problematic Sean trying to uh, make a point, which he couldn't make all the way because he didn't say that when he was talking about he was talking about what fans put on it, is it going to hurt them and the early expectations and not um how, how would you say it when you um trying to not put so much high expectations on on things, trying to lower expectations just so you know yeah. That's that's all I was saying. Not that it, it 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 can't be a number two or it can't be a number one because it's number twos and everything. Coca Cola number one, Pepsi number two. Hard to get a three and a four. <laughs> you got McDonald's number one, Burger King number two, depending on who you talk to at time at times. And it's hard. Then you had the ones who do a good thing like in and out. As Americans to have number three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten goddamn fast food restaurants. I got some Popeyes in the kitchen right now. And <laughs> <What you talking laughs> hey, we talking about genres. Or I'm just talking about genres of fast food, burger spots, and stuff like that. Oh, okay, to me, sure. Popeyes, yeah, yeah. Popeyes, I know. I mean, again, <laughs> McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. You know, those are your three. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I don't never mean anybody. Just. Now, putting it out there just so people can understand. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, man, <laughs> I got a question for you that's non wrestling though. Now that your boy mm-hmm. Burning back in, um, how do you feel about him being um back in the um saying that he's gonna be back in the race? Are you still a big Bernie supporter? Oh yeah. Ain't nothing to be you know, where I was in twenty fifteen like in twenty fifteen I was the hipster Bernie supporter. You know, because I had, I was like, oh, I like Bernie back in '09 when he was suing Monsanto to stay out of Vermont. <laughs> you know, like mm, I liked them when they did the indie, their indie songs. Now they're on the radio. Fuck them. So that's the only difference now is, so when he, so in, I, I remember in 2015 thinking I just want him to push, push the party to the left and push Hillary to the left. That was all I actually thought he could do. The fact that he won 20 two states and you know had to be suppressed in a lot of ways to and he got as far as he did it's like it sucks like to get as close as he did but still you know come up pretty well short um but when you but when you didn't think he had any kind of any of that chance that's like pretty exciting so this time it's like okay we're not the fucking underdog and this you know we're 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 the clear favorite and after day one, it was like, I mean, it it was the 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 the, the contrast became so stark, right? I think it might even scare Joe Biden off. You know, like first yeah. off, Joe, I think Joe you Biden. got people, um, Kamala, um, lover. Yeah, Kamala, she and know, I, I mean, think people, she, she got her own issues, man. Her fucking dad don't even fuck with her, apparently. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I, heard her, her, um, I heard her. She she say she um American Indian she she um she don't um I read an article talking about how she compare she American Indian she don't consider herself black. Okay, she's Indian and Jamaican. I mean, I don't give a fuck what she considers yeah, herself. Yeah, she say she don't. Society gonna consider her exactly what the fuck she is. So I mean, whatever. Yeah, she's I got her she's problematic as fuck for so many different reasons. She's got really got no chance. She got no chance. Cory Booker, corny ass, ain't got no chance. <laughs> Listen, we ha- are going to eat 
ourselves alive. And it almost doesn't matter because I think a fucking, you know, cumrag will fucking can beat Trump in 2020. <laughs> you know, just somebody that has just has to be sentient and upright and be able to cut a fucking promo. Basically, like you'll be, he'll be, you'll be fine. But already, did you see? It's already we're back to fucking Bernie Bros, and all of a sudden, women of color aren't. Ah, oh, shut the fuck up. Here we go. Here we motherfucking go. It ain't been two days, and it's already we're 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 fucking chomping, uh, sniping at each other and stuff. It's like, but it all, but you see who it took to do that. Like, nobody gave a fuck about Kamala Harris. Nobody gave a fuck about Joaquin uh, uh, Castro or or anybody else that declared Elizabeth Warren. Soon as fucking Bernie declared, the fucking real ammo and the bitch assness came out. And I'm talking about, I'm not even talking about. Well, right I think Beto, I think, I think Beto, if he come, if he come, he probably the clear favorite. If he comes out, I think he'll be the clear favorite. Uh, I disagree, and I don't think he's going to run. I think he's smart enough to uh, to he's going to take Cornyn's seat in 2020 down here in Texas, his Senate seat. So Cornyn's up, and he's a fucking cornball. He's like like not Ted Cruz awful, but he's awful in like a milk toast fucking like. How did you get here? You got here because you just blended in with the fucking background, and nobody just nobody noticed you were here. One of those kinds of bland white guy milk toast fucking look like the same you know gray dark dark gray suit dark blue suit you know red tie you know bullshit haircut somebody's fucking grandpa uh yep but, but he, his race he, did turn um turn um texas um purple because a lot of mm-hmm. those democrats wanted um right and he's gonna, he's gonna have too much pressure he's gonna have too much pressure from the party to 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 because we need him in Texas, like you know we need that Senate seat. Uh, and the map for the map for Republicans in 2020 is the Senate race in 2020 is dismal. They they caught a fucking break in 2018. Only uh, I think they picked up. I think it was even or they got one or two seats. It was it was kind of a wash, but they already had. A sizable, you know, four. Their lead of four might have went to six, but they've got a chance of coming in, and Democrats might fucking flip that in 2020. I wouldn't doubt it because their map is terrible. It's terrible, and they're screwing themselves by supporting. I mean, they're just making the campaign commercials for for people now. Like this guy shut down the fucking government and supported this fucking piece of shit, and this and this and this, and they'll just, you know. Right themselves, but no, no, no. Beto's definitely needed, and he needs to take corn and seat. And I don't think the te- the Texas Democrats are going to be like, we can't. Uh, nobody's got the name. You're going to go in and, and and probably not become president, and 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 uh, and somebody could and Cornyn could keep this seat, and there's Texas fucking red for the next six years still. Yeah. So. I think there's going to yeah. be internal pressure for him. And I just don't think he wants to uh, – I think he wants to finish what – he's going to probably be a guy that wants to finish what he started. And that's probably – I bet that's the damn motto, the theme to his 2020 Senate campaign. Let's finish what we started. We almost knocked this one guy out. Let's get this guy out the paint, this fucking cornball corner. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in, in seeing – 
I I wasn't a big Bernie supporter. You know, I I had issues with certain stuff that went on mm-hmm. like, with his state. You know, he had his issues too. You know, his state highest in opioid abuse and and stuff like that, and not giving his state everything. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm interested in in the scene and knowledging myself up on all the candidates just to see how everybody's going. I like the rules that they, the rule changes that they implemented. They're pretty progressive rule changes. I like the grassroots uh, aspect to it. So just because you're not in polls, any of the six national polls that I think they consider, like you would either have to reach a certain threshold, like 3% or 5% or whatever in a poll to get onto the stage. Well, now that's still a threshold, but if you're, if you're an indie darling, put to put it, in the vernacular, if you're an indie darling and don't have a lot of mainstream cred and the media won't necessarily cover you so you can, which translates into poll numbers because people know who you are and they see you on TV. But if you're not getting like, I mean, just think of Bernie in 2015, like he had to do all that with, 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 cred. so they're recognizing, well, if you're able to then go to, uh, Raise money, and if you can raise 65, what is it, 65? I forget the threshold, but it's a, it's a really unique progress, progressive way of, uh, of, of qualifying somebody for, for, uh, to get on the, the, onto the debate stage. And then to have back-to-back debates Monday and Tuesday instead of uh, adults' table and a kids' table like the Republicans did in 2015 uh, and 16. That was corny as shit. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Tom Perez isn't my pick. I think it should have been, uh, I thought, uh, what's his face from Minnesota should have been a DNC chair. And I think he got fucking screwed out of that because Democrats don't learn. Democrats want their fucking centrist. Even though the country's going more and more left and more and more progressive, they're just determined, determined to be fucking Republican light. Like, the, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, this this is not the time to be centrist. Like centrist can go fuck off, fuck all the way off. Man. Yeah, well, a couple of people, so. um, couple of people are kind of in the middle, and um, I yeah. like what they're talking about too. With, fuck Corey um, Booker, making a, a fucking big pharma fucking up. Not people can't get they fucking. He's just got this fucking veneer of like, oh, I'm I'm so concerned about people. But then he turns around and fucking shoots down the damn, uh, shoots down the, uh, the prescription thing, like, so we could get our fucking medicine cheap from Canada? No. Because then our pharmacy, my pharmacy buddies are going to fucking lose money. I can't have that. So he's got way to Kamala, Kamala Harris, she, her, her telecommunications stuff, like, is she really going to protect the internet and protect fucking, I, uh, um, protect people, you know, uh, Places like us, like the torch and, and shit, and you know, uh, as far as the internet goes, or is she gonna let her fucking tech folks that fund her campaigns, you know, run roughshod over over things, net neutrality, all that shit. So, until those folks can answer those questions in a high pressure fucking situation with a person willing to do follow up or push back on their bullshit. Then they'll get exposed. I mean, when Kamala Harris is on the stage, you know, got to and got to justify why she was fucking throwing truants in fucking jail. 
that's going to be a problem. And Bill Maher said it best, like, oh, yeah. yeah, she's a prosecutor, and people have a problem with her prosecuting. And that's there's totally something to that. But, you know, as a fucking district attorney, like, what did she support? Like, what, did, what, what was she trying to implement? Was she these bullshit tough-on-crime, placating, garbage things that we know don't fucking work? Was she doing all that? If the answer is yes, then, you know, well, sorry. Yeah, that's true. And I hope they Since she's super qualified, but she just can't get out of her own fucking way. And and I don't think people expect I mean she's a sixty eight year old woman. Like don't try to be cool. Don't try to have a beer with the fucking your audience or your fucking constituents. Don't like play that up. Like, no. Be the fucking nerd. Find, uh, uh, econ- uh, what is she t- uh, professor of at Harvard? I think she's an economics professor. Just be that. That's all. You don't gotta be fucking cool, Elizabeth. Just be fucking. When you was sniping at Trump, calling him a con man, that was that was what's up. But no, you done. She she's done shot herself in the foot too many times, and then the whole thing with the fucking. I don't give a fuck what she put on her bar exam. Uh. uh thing, if she says she was Native American or what, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. I don't care. That has nothing to do with anything. I don't give a fuck. Stop. Let's stop taking these things and blowing them up and doing the fucking opposition work for them. Because we get on Twitter as the left and start, oh, Elizabeth Warren and making memes and fucking tearing shit down because that's what we got to do. We got to get our jokes and shit off on the left. We got to get our fucking little fucking bullshit virtue signaling shit off on the left. And in the meantime, we're, you know, we're fucking undermining the message that we supposedly, uh, uh, you know, hold dear or want to get over uh, because because we got to get our fucking little snipe and rage off about these Bernie pros or these Hillary girls or whatever the fuck side you're on or whoever you're for or not or against. Just bullshit. You don't see, you don't see that shit on the right because they're not fucking dickheads that the snake that eats itself that's not them they do a lot of shit that fuck themselves up and to be terrible people but they do not they all get on message they'd be like nope i didn't see that i mm-mm, I didn't hear it that way president's not a racist to me he just is misunderstood and they all say the same dumb obvious fucking lie <laughs> nope we gotta tell the <laughs> yeah that's jokes. true you know, but they need to make this into uh, a, a national uh, holiday, though. Like they, um, everybody came out and said, make this into a national holiday. Um, fuck yeah. On um, the day that you go and vote. Mm-hmm, fuck yeah. They already did it in Columbus, somewhere in Ohio. They they turned they took away Columbus Day, turned that shit into, and turned uh, the election day into a national holiday. So they set the yeah. template. Said they, they, they already gave you other states and municipalities and whoever. They already gave them the, the template how to do it. Okay then. Well, that's all for me, Trav. Man, I don't want to keep you on no more longer, man. But that was good. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 you get you away from wrestling sometimes. No, no, no. I just got a message from Sean about the Kamala Harris thing with the Tupac and Biggie. Like again, she's frauding. I don't give a fuck. If she's there at the end, like a responsible adult, I'm going to vote for fucking Kamala Harris if she's up against if it's Harris versus Trump or Harris versus Pence or some shit. Because who knows what happens in the next two years. 
I'm going to vote for Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if she's a cop or she put a bunch of dumb truants in jail. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit home and fucking dickhead baby because my because Bernie didn't win or whoever you're for didn't win. What kind of fucking stupid shit is that? So I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I'm I'm done engaging with people in this whole. Like certainly after I saw this Bernie shit pop off the last two nights, I'm done engaging. I don't give a fuck people support in the primaries or whatever let it all come out in the wash whoever's there at the end november 20 fucking 20 you better make the adult fucking decision and and show your fucking ass up at the fucking poll that's all i know or you ain't got nobody to blame but yourself we can we can we ain't go it'll be totally different for 2016 when we're all sitting here shocked like oh my god are all my friends secret racist or whatever was going through your mind then no Nope, we have four years to plan and get our shit together, and if we fucking blow it, it's on us. Or, you know, they already started that. The, the bots are already out dividing. There was this thing about dividing the left. I saw this article before we started. And I was like, yeah, they don't even have to. Fucking Russia don't have to get in the middle of that. They will do that shit on our own. <laughs> shit. <laughs> My man Keith, he's a comedian. I can love Rick and Morty, but I can also acknowledge that their fans, some of their fans are, you know, are assholes or whatever. It's like, he's just been going off the whole fucking night about, like, okay, I get it. You don't fucking support Bernie Sanders or you don't like his fans, apparently. Whatever the fuck that means. As if that's not a made-up bullshit thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm done with it, too. I just want to see, because, you know, that was fucked us up last time. People didn't want to come out and vote and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm the type of person that, hey, man, if you're the person who said you were staying at home and all that bullshit, then you want to complain about Trump, and I see you put up the tweet, man, you got to get up out of my face. Because you can hear something about it. Because um, here, what they say Hillary lost by 9,000 votes from three states. Or yeah, 80,000. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's why I don't think it's this big, big deal. Like, that motherfucker had a pass. He had to hit the right fucking pass. He had to roll seven, like, five straight times, you know, at the craps table and, and hit all time. You know, he had a narrow pass, and he hit it. Like, that shit ain't gonna happen again. Especially after, four, you know, four years of, of living under Trump. Like, you think those same people, especially these people complaining on Twitter about their tax returns? <laughs> like fuck y'all. Okay, I, I mean it's, it sucks for because everybody's hurt, but extra fuck y'all to y'all, you fucking scumbags. We told you he was a con man and he was just trying to get his buddies rich, and you thought he was for you. You thought he was different. You pieces of shit. Now look at you. <laughs> yep, dumb. <laughs> uh, All right, I, no. mean, I, I stay, I stay fucking with people about their taxes. I said, well, y'all ain't getting them taxes. They get mad. <laughs> Huh? Isn't that kind of what you do? So um, I do insurance. I'm, I'm with, I'm, I'm with oh. insurance, but I have to file my own tax, taxes because I'm seen as an independent contractor, so I'm my own business. So, gotcha. um, like when you post and say all these like Netflix you know, them that listens as a CPA. Thought that was you, but somebody's like a legit like CPA and like that's what they. But yeah, but still, but you would know. Fuck yeah. them people. I do my own taxes. 
so and, and and just hearing and when you post some things that make me so upset. And um, like Netflix and stuff, they make all that money and they ain't pay no taxes. But I have to pay twenty five to thirty percent in taxes. That pissed me. That pissed me off so bad. Nah, and I when you, you when know. they get mad at fucking food stamps, as if you know, it's it's so fraudulent. People are so people are so corny. People are such fucking scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about yeah, Netflix or, or Amazon making eleven point two billion dollars in profit, and they're gonna get a they're gonna get a return. <laughs> <laughs> my example used to be 2010. Well, I use this example all the time. I don't even know if it's absolutely legit, like completely accurate. But Exxon Mobil made like 19 billion in profits and got a 450 million dollar return after paying zero in taxes. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's been going on forever. But like I said, people want to complain about the, you know, the Mexican lady and on fucking food stamps with with some kids or some shit. That's what they're mad at. They're mad at some damn immigrants. <laughs> so what they really mad at. So, all right, Darrell, it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah, man. Talk to you. All right, that was Darrell from Georgia. So, yeah, you know what that means. It's uh, the end of another episode. I appreciate everybody hanging in there with us. We certainly should <laughs> push blog talk to the limits. With our, our time here. I'm surprised they didn't kick us off. They probably will before I get through this outro. 